Hey, buddy, if you're gonna wear that outfit, you're gonna have to suck at least three dicks. <laughs> <laughs> that brings out a whole new meaning with "I can't do this with a straight face." <laughs> Put that dick in my mouth. Oh my All god. Right. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show Podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke. Glad to be here. Uh, The weekend was pretty intense. We had some, well, at least last night was. Well, for starters, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Doing good, buddy. Thanks for for checking in. I really don't give a shit. I'm just doing it to be nice. (laughs) I don't really give a fuck. You son of a bitch. Did we get flagged on the other YouTube channel again? Because it's not going live. What, What the fuck's going on? It says sending data. Let me go live on the John Burke page. Is this, Did I get pinged on the American Savage Show YouTube page? It's not showing that we're live. Hmm. And I'm looking at the account to see if I received any notifications or anything. Um, did I get pinged again? What the hell's going on? I mean, I still see everything. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's not showing up here. Yeah, the other channel, the John Ross channel, showing up. That's weird. You know where it is on? Rumble. Rumble. It's on Rumble. We are live on Rumble, folks. So if you don't know where to find us, you can find us over there. That is so weird. What What did we? What the hell did we post? That dude. I'm I'm at a fucking loss. Like nobody knows what these fascist little cucks. Nobody knows. That's the ridiculous part about this. Like you can sit there and like it's like, well, what did I do? And they're not going to tell you. You There's know you did. You, you, you made some hate speech symbols is what you did. That's that's how bad you are. You made some hate speech symbols. What do you mean there's only two genders? Exactly. What the hell did they gig me for now? <laughs> that's so weird. Is it, is it weird? That's, that's crazy. I, I just think the closer we get to November, the harder it's going to be to stay on yeah. these platforms like that. Dude, it's just YouTube is just coming down hard on everything. Like, oh my God. Even in the um, AdSense account where you get your, your YouTube earnings, it mm-hmm. talks about that we're not going to promote any videos that talk about the war in Ukraine or delegitimize it or anything. So you can't even criticize it. And they said they're going to demonetize videos that do that. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Well, what if we it's criticize re- it, but we have like a Ukraine flag in our profile <laughs> picture? Well, then is it's that all good. Out or? Yeah, then, then it's all good. Your money there. Okay. Then it doesn't matter. Let's say we do You're the fine. Ukraine flag and a couple of pronouns. Every single person on Twitter, anytime I see one of the stupidest oh God, statements made, you can you basically know automatically there is going to be a rainbow flag in the bio uh-huh. with an ally, hashtag ally, BLM <laughs> with hashtag black square or something resist, and then they're fucking pronouns. Yeah. Anytime I see any three or a combination thereof, I instantly don't want to listen to what you have to say because, quite frankly, I think you're retarded. I'm right, right. just being serious there. I just had to go into 
commenting on everybody's. You were sending me. So funny. for the listeners out there, Josh is like coming into his own when it comes to internet trolling. <laughs> I forget what I was doing, but you sent me this text. And I forget what you said, but it was you trolling this dude. And it was very well. It was like classy trolling. If there was a restaurant, <laughs> troll. if there was a restaurant for classy trolling, Josh would own it. It's like, ah, oh, you're going to come in today. We have the classic trolling. Would you like to sit at this table here? Ah, oh, very good. The table for two. Okay. And today we'll be able to troll the liberals, troll the BLM, troll the gay alphabet mafia. Which one would you like to do? And Josh would be in there just like wrecking shop. Like, I know what's on the menu. I know what I'm doing. Back to fuck off. Like, he sent me this amazing troll. It was like, well done, sir. Well, well done. done. Pissing off libs. And it had something to do with their bio, didn't it? Like, their pronouns. Yeah, you know, because I just can't take anybody seriously there, right? I mean, because no, obviously they're just, they've been gaslit so far yeah. into the realm of coming back that yeah. it's there's no point in trying to argue a, a yeah. valid point. So. No. There's, there's I, I just think it's funny to start. Dissonance. Yeah, I'm like, well, I can't take you seriously. <laughs> I don't see any pronouns. I yeah. do see a rainbow flag and a Ukraine sign. That's an so. interesting tactic to take as far as like trolling the left to be like, look, until, until, I, see like, until I see pronouns in your bio, I don't, I don't want to hear what you have to say because yeah. that just tells me that you're, you're a bigot. All you're right, a, you're a transphobe. Right, you're all these things. He was just Josh was just telling me about this article he was reading. He talked about how. Um, <laughs> go go back. I like. Let me find it. I knew on. this was gonna happen, and we. I think this has already happened a few times, but it's pretty funny when you actually see it come to fruition and make headlines. As far as um, the the baseline of this this article was basically like straight guys need to stop hating or start dating trans women and stop being bigoted because they don't want to date them because they hate people. Yeah, it's like it no, I just Fight. don't like a dick in my ass. I mean, it's yeah. pretty simple. Fight bigotry. Ninety eight percent of straight men are unwilling to date trans women because of hatred. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because we're not gay. Yeah. You're not a real woman. Sorry. The fine print, yeah. And they don't Jesus. like balls on their legs. <laughs> <laughs> Man, her clitoris looks like a dick. <laughs> that's a oh, that's I didn't know you could pee out of your clit. That's incredible. <laughs> that's new. It's like a whole new alien species that were, yeah. Dude, I'm It was just, like the one article, the two, that was, uh, what was it? Queer, um, queer baiting. Yes. Like, I didn't know what Harry, it was. Harry Styles has been accused of that as far as trying to appropriate gay <laughs> culture, which acknowledges the fact that there is a stereotype with gay people. They do act a certain way. We all know yeah. this. But either way, Harry Styles dresses in provocative. Well, I shouldn't say provocative, but, like, um, controversial. Like, he wears a dress. Gay and stuff clothes, like, Yeah, I gay guess. clothes. And so, apparently, he's straight. Could have fooled me. Whatever. Sure. Uh, but they're basically going after him for saying, like, hey, stop pretending like you're gay to win over the gay audience. You can be straight and do the same thing. <laughs> but uh, I think the, I think he's bi, honestly. Yeah. But um, then you go. Hey, buddy, if you're going to wear that outfit, you're going to have to suck at least three dicks. <laughs> <laughs> it brings out a whole new meaning with, I can't do this with a straight face. <laughs> Put that dick in my mouth. Oh, my All God. Right. Get over here. Start, start dating trans women, you bigoted fucks. What's wrong with y'all? Why are you not dating trans women? Just move the dick out of the way and go for the butthole. It's not gay. I mean, it's... it's yeah. This this is the age we live in. This is the age we Seriously, live in. Seriously. It's ridiculous. It's like, what do you mean you don't want to make out with a guy? What are you, stop, what are you gay if, or something? And if you don't date a trans woman, you're a bigot. Yeah. That's that's how I love how they like trying to define the point. If you don't do it the way I see fit, you're this adjective that I'm going to incorrectly lob at you. 
No, it just means I'm not gay, and I'm also not into mental instability, and yeah, I think that's perfectly acceptable. I don't know. This you mean you don't want to like date someone who doesn't know what sex they are? No, I don't, because I know what sex I am, and I know what sex I'm attracted to. <laughs> Guys, uh, girls, fuck. <laughs> Shit. Oh, my God. But uh, we got some fan mail. And this really, this really touched us. Um, this is really sweet. I'm not going to read the name. But they sent her a letter, and it says, Dear Josh and John, thank you for hosting the funniest and informative... <laughs> That's easy on that one. <laughs> uh, podcast on air. You two helped me get through the workday. I love it especially when you bash California and San Francisco. I live in San Francisco, and I work, I, I work for a woke company, and my husband is a liberal. You can only imagine. My question is, why are you married to a liberal? <laughs> and it, this isn't one of those things where it comes off as like very like you can't be dating the liberals you're breathing all the conservative air i don't mean it in that kind like capacity i mean more so in the sense of like there i don't think i could bring myself to date a liberal when it comes to certain um foundational beliefs that i have yeah for example like religion uh, big government small government taxation abortion uh things like that whereas and i think we're very complete opposite of the left by and large, not all, not, not everybody. But for me, it's like, I don't, I don't think I could date somebody like that. I really don't think I could date somebody like that. I couldn't get into it. And I'm, I'm happy now. So, but appreciate the card. Very, thank very you. Very sweet. Yeah. Thank you for writing us. We really, we do appreciate it. We'll put this on the shelf and uh, yeah, leave that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. It's like you work for a woke company. You live in California, you're married to a liberal. Like you're, you're definitely behind oh, enemy lines. Like man. she's like commando. Like, I just, no, I can't. <laughs> mm. I can't do it. How'd your weekend go? It was good. It was a good weekend. Good. Uh, got through the storms. Bro, what the hell? Like, for those that don't know, last night where we were at, we lost power. Not very long. Um, but it hailed. And it hailed big hailstones. It was, I had to run out there and put a, a blanket over the car. It was bad. Yeah. Like first We didn't Sunday. have any storms last night in Plano, but. Uh, we did. That's when it hailed on us. On Sunday. There must have been like a huge storm that rolled through because when we drove yeah. back home, there's like trees all over the place. Oh no, I didn't like, see like that. Like snapped in half. Where I, I went Even downtown at, at, in um, front of the office here. Yeah, our, the tree in front of our office yeah. is like broken. It looks like lightning struck it. But what the hell could have done that? Wind? The wind. Was it that windy? Because down there, we didn't feel anything. Really? Not to that extent. Not yeah. on uh, Sunday. But when I pulled up this morning, I'm like, holy shit. Like, that's a lot of wood. If we still, if Tip Season Wood Company was still open, we like, know, oh, Harvest, that motherfucker. <laughs> that's at least 10 tankards. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, appreciate the, uh, the the fact that the people are out there on standby, the electrical workers, things like that. Thank, glad, grateful for them. Um, without them, we'd still be in the dark. But I came into the office yeah. today, and, like, the computer was off. We lost power. But uh, It's those people who are going to be paying off those college loans. Damn right. Damn right. But... <laughs> It sucks to hear that. Yeah. We um had a great weekend. Went to church on Sunday. It was different. It was different. See, I grew up hardcore Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. Like, so to put it this way, it was every Sunday and every Wednesday we would be in church and you would be in a, on Sundays you would be in a suit and tie. I don't care how old you are as a little boy, you're going to be in a suit and tie. Mm-hmm. On Wednesdays, you could go without the sports jacket and the tie and just be in a nice button up shirt, nice jeans or nice uh, pants. Um, this church, and I know most churches are like this now. They're very laid back. You can go in blue jeans and a t-shirt. I saw people in there in flip-flops and shorts. Now, I don't think I agree with this. Flip-flops and shorts? I don't think I agree with this. And to each their own, this is how I view things. 
when you're going into a temple of God, because that's what it is. The church is a temple of God. It's been consecrated. It's been dedicated to the Lord. When you go before God, essentially, and the place to worship him, don't you think you would want to dress nice? And I'm not talking about in the sense of like, oh, I'm fancy, but I'm saying Mm -hmm. at least go representable before going before the Lord your God and worshiping. But to go before God and flip-flops and short, it's like, it's like, do you even care? I mean, I grew up in a way that you showed that you cared. Yeah. You know, he blessed you with certain things. And basically, it didn't say that you had to dress up in a suit, but you went, you went with the best you had. Some people wore really nice blue jeans. That's the best they had. Yeah. But it's, it's going before God. But everything that I see now in modern-day churches is, hey, come relax, do whatever. You know, it's, we have coffee in the... It's like, What? I I do like the coffee. Oh, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not knocking it, but yeah. it's just like it's so weird to me. I didn't I didn't I've never been exposed to that. Yeah, so I, I was kind of like, what Our the church heck? was a lot of uh, hellfire and brimstone. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying it has to be that way, but in my mind it's like so when you pray, right. most people will go to their knees when they pray because it's out of reverence and respect to your creator. When you're going into the temple, you know, we'd always we were always taught that before you even go into church, you're praying already. Get your spirit right. Get your head right. Get the evil thoughts out of your mind. Go in there with the intent to learn mm-hmm. and things like that. It was just, it was so different. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it was so weird being that way. And I dressed nice. I didn't, I wasn't in a suit and tie, but I had a nice button-up shirt, some yeah. nice jeans. Um, but I was just kind of like, man, this feels so weird. Yeah, we always get dressed up when we go to church still. Yeah. I mean, some people don't, but, yeah. you know, we're representing. Yeah, I just... Um, I don't know. It's just so weird to me. And then the, uh, <laughs> we sit in the back. It was our first service. We're probably going to go again. It was a really nice church. Uh, but we sat in the back and this lady watched me, Hey, are you new here? And we're like, okay, no, we don't need this right now. Like, no, 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 no. I don't need this right now. Save the pamphlets. Let us, let us see if we even want to be here before you start with that. Well, we have all these programs. Like, yeah. okay. With uh, all due respect, are huge, back the fuck right? off. <laughs> Uh, this one, it, it was beautiful. It's a beautiful church. Um, it's not very big, and I like that. Yeah, I like that. But um, the it was a it was a guest speaker. He he was he was very good. Uh, young kid had a tattoo on his arm, which I was like, okay, that's interesting to see. Not in a bad way. I've had tattoos as well. It was just interesting to see somebody expose a tattoo while being on the pulpit, which is not something you regular or I never regularly saw. So mm-hmm. these were new things for me. Maybe other people, by and large, probably have experienced these things. I grew up, ex- again, extremely devout, yep. extremely devout. That's probably why I'm such a shithead now. I'm still on my Rumspringa, by the way. <laughs> uh, I still haven't returned from Rumspringa. Um, but, yeah, that was just so weird to me, man. And then the songs... <clears throat> I grew up on like, give me that old time religion, amazing grace, all the classic country worship songs. Uh, you know, that's my favorite co- the, uh, gospel music. These it, new it things like the old are the most boring, yeah. self-righteous, pretentious tripe I've ever listened to. It's literally three lines just repeated. And I'm like, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yeah. yes, yes, Lord. <laughs> Our God is awesome. <laughs> You're just like, okay, okay. I get it. And the song goes on. Each song went on for like six minutes. Like, okay, good grief. This is a little ridiculous. Like, we're listening to Don McLean's American Pie here. Like, (laughs) let's move to the next song. This is ridiculous. So I'm sitting there and I'm just, I'm I'm, I'm trying to get into it. I'm trying to just like calm my mind, get my thoughts under control. And all I can think about is like, Jesus, he's got to be sick of hearing this. Move to the next song. Even God's like, bro, come on. Like, wrap it up, B. Uh, wrap it up. 
Forgive me, God. I shouldn't. I shouldn't joke about that. But you get what I'm saying. No, I. It, I it, think the same thing. The old, the old songs were the best because you yeah. could get in the spirit, you could get in the feeling. It was like mm-hmm. you'd be clapping, you'd be celebrating. Now it's just contemporary garbage. I'm like, oh my! It sounds like effeminate dudes singing, and I don't like that. Even Johnny Cash would sit there and sing these these golden gospel oldies and still sound manly. They all did. Yeah, after George Jones, all of these Elvis. people. Elvis. Oh God! A lot of people didn't know that Elvis got his start in gospel. You know, most of these singers do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I was just sitting there, and of course, you and know. their sound equipment is oh, like yeah, first class notch. at a church. Absolutely. I mean, You're sitting there. You don't know if, like, you, it, bro, it's just incredible. Yeah. I actually thought about you when they were doing that because I saw the dude mic'd up. It's like, Josh would have a field day with this, all this audio engineering. Uh, yeah, they've it's come such a long way. Like, yeah. I mean, just. And now our pastor's going to come out, and he's actually preaching to us from space. Our projector's <laughs> got him right here. <laughs> Give it up. You're like, what? <laughs> Holy crap. I just, I don't know, man. I, I've always had issue with seeing pastors extremely rich. I don't believe in it. Yeah. I think if you're going to assume that role and you're called to that role, Jesus even said, you go forth, preach the gospel, you give away your riches, and then we do a lot of donations here. And it's not just because of business. Like it's, I think it's our moral responsibility to help. You help mm-hmm. when you can. And that's why I believe in such strong community and less federal government. Like how I tied in religion and government there. That was, that was smooth. Smooth <laughs> operator. But... I don't like the idea of seeing a rich pastor. Like, they're out there in tailored suits, top-of-the-line car. I don't know. And you're like, what? I mean, it, I it depends on how you're getting your wealth. Like, if it's mainly from the church, yeah. and then uh, you know, it's a little sketchy. It's very but sketchy I, I mean, in my mind. you have, like, your own Not that they're on the take or anything, hustle, but it's like, but yeah. I mean, I think most of these guys yeah. make book sale money. I was about to say, if, well, I'm talking about, like, you're just run-of-the-mill pastor. Like, yeah. if they did have a side hustle or a side job, hey, respect. Right. Like, bro, good for you. You're yeah. grinding like everybody else. But if it's strictly from the church, mm-hmm. then I'm sorry. I don't think you should be making, you know, 200 k a year. I just don't. Regardless of how big your church is, I think that money should go back into the congregation. Yeah. Um, but that's just me. I don't, I don't agree with that. So, but no, we went in there, we sat there, it was low key, it was chill. I kept smelling coffee and it was pissing me off because everyone had coffee and I'm just like, I want coffee. <laughs> My girlfriend's like, are you going to whine about this? Like, yes, I want coffee. And one woman even had tea and I was just like, what do I have? Nothing. Nothing. I forgot my Bible too. It's actually here. Everybody, yeah. nobody brings a Bible anymore. That's Everything's the on the other phone. thing I was going to bring up, dude. I felt guilty because I walked in without my Bible. Yeah. No one had a Bible. I'm Nobody. Like, and so when the pastor's up there preaching, he was he was a younger kid. He had to be in his like mid twenties, and he like we were he's going on. I guess they're going over the series of Hebrews, and he covered like three chapters. And I'm like, okay. And my the way I grew up, it was like you're covering an entire verse, or you're oh, you're like covering day service. Oh God, I hated that. Oh, I'm so not terrible. okay. I'm not even gonna lie. And the one thing yeah. I do appreciate about this, and I know this yeah. is completely different than what I'm used to, the service was only like twenty minutes. And I'm kind of like, can you really get into any kind of teaching message? Ours is like an minutes? hour. You see, that's it's, that's it's the way I grew hour, up. Hour, hour and a half. But well, like yeah. when I grew up, it was like it was an all day thing. Bro. We hated going to church, man. <laughs> be like, my brother and sister be like, just act like you're sick. <laughs> Our just Sunday is it, gone. It didn't matter. You There's could be no sick. Sunday. My brother broke his leg and they wheeled him in <laughs> and a lawn chair. Like he, nothing. This you could get out of church. Your dad did this? No, my dad didn't go. He's like, yeah, those people were crazy. <laughs> I was like, well, thanks for letting us go, Dad. <laughs> for us, it was, I think church started at 9, but we'd get there by 8.30. Yeah. And you'd be, you, you know, you'd kind of get ready, go to the bathroom, get uh, some water, whatever the case. And uh, 
worship service was for like 30 minutes of singing. Right. It wasn't too bad because you'd have some specials. Some people wouldn't go to solo, and we appreciated that because it's always, I do like the idea about give back to God the gifts that he's given to you. So if you can sing, you should be using that gift to glorify him. And I, I do appreciate I like that. Did you go up there and dance? No. I wanted to go up there and do a podcast. I don't think they'd appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> what is your gift? I can say fuck a Josh lot. Gonna That's going to dance in the spirit over here. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't like it. It's like. <laughs> and brother John's dancing like a white boy. <laughs> I got no rhythm. I don't know. Um, but no, it was 30 minute song service. And then the preacher would come out and he'd preach for about an hour, sometimes an hour and a half. And then about a 20 minute song service to conclude it. So you're out by around noon. Now, the benefit of that, though, where the downside was you're there for like three freaking hours. Mm. The best part of it was you get released, the church rush and all the restaurants is already passed. So you're getting in there where everybody's pretty much gone. Yeah, that's another thing. So hungry. Oh, and then on the first Sunday of every month, communion Sunday. So two services, one in the morning and then one in the evening for foot washing and communion. Foot washer, a good old fashioned foot washer. Yep, you'd be surprised how many people have never done that. Like washing each other's feet, Christ yeah. gave that to us. Said, you know, wash one another's feet because it shows being humble uh, yeah, before your servant. brothers. Yeah. He was a servant. He was a servant. I think that says a lot about the mm -hmm. man that he went out there and washed his disciples' feet. Yeah, it's it's nuts. I don't see that anymore. Yeah, I don't know if they do it at this one either. They probably don't. But uh, yeah, it was uh, men would go into a different room and women would wash women's feet. Men would wash men's feet. And then uh, you would be dismissed from there. Mm -hmm. Everybody would just meet out in the parking lot and fellowship for about 10, 15 minutes. Everybody go on their way. Yeah. But it was just like, dude, that's a whole day. So a lot of those parking lot preachers. Oh, my gosh. Where after the service, they'd have to go out and preach a message of their own. What you talking about? Parking lot preachers? Never heard you of ever, that one. You never saw those people at no. your church? No. Uh, go. Okay, uh, what is this? This is new. What is just, this? It was people that would preach after the service in the parking lot. They would like hold their own little service there in the parking lot oh no no that feel that kind of feels to me that's like infringing on somebody else's territory it's like uh, we have a preacher shut your mouth yeah you mean like talking about getting, the sermon like, or a lot of the people? politicking in uh in the church yeah oh yeah so that's yep. where i've seen gotta be careful i've seen church splits and right. they're not pretty yeah. they're not pretty i mean you really have to be <clears> careful <throat> on that mm -hmm. stuff that's like if you think a, a split in a company is bad Go, go see a church split because it, it literally turns into, well, the other side's going to hell. It's like, whoa, that escalated yeah. really quickly. Like, good Lord. But, uh, yeah, um, bro, that it was it was a fun time. It was a perfect amount of time. I think it started at 9. We were out of there by, like, 10, 15. I was like, this isn't bad. The only thing I would change are the dang songs. They are way too long, and let's get some good, let's get some old-fashioned ones in there. Yeah, it's hard to find. Was it a live? Well, obviously, it was probably live, right? Yeah. Live music? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to find people that know how to. They were the that simple. Time, I mean, like the, all you needed the was B3 a tambourine. Organ. You just needed a tambourine, like a, a beat. That, that was, was that. my favorite. The B three organ. Get yes, into it. Like yes. That, that we had an organ, organ on one side, piano on the other yeah. side. We had a trombone player, trumpet player, saxophone player, electric guitar. Um, yeah, dude, it was it was nuts. It was nuts. But that's that's the way I grew up. That's the way I grew up. So walking into this church, and I haven't been to church in a very long time. So walking into this one, I was just like, whoa, this is different. This start, is very different. Start sweating a little bit. Yeah, I'm kind of like, why do I feel guilty? Like, I forgot my Bible. Because the way I grew up was like, if you did something like that, people would notice and they would talk. Right. It was like one of those small town churches. Yeah. You couldn't poop without everybody knowing the color of it. And then they'd know all your business. And it was like, oh, come on. He had corn. I heard that John and so-and-so were blah, 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 blah. Like, what the heck? Like, bro. It was bad. Like, I'm still, I, I guarantee they still talk about me at the old church I went to. It was like, oh, he's backslidden. He's a heathen. He's blah, blah, blah. He says fuck too much. 
Hey, did you hear him? He says cunt too. Oh my gosh. What do you think about Jesus's disciples? And they were all like hardcore fishermen. You know, they weren't. You know, I like how you tried sheep, making it like they were, rough, like they were hardcore fishermen. I'm sorry. I've heard of hardcore hunters. You ever see? I've never heard of hardcore you ever fishermen. Deadliest catch. Ah, good point. Okay. But I'm pretty Those sure. guys they are were, out there on some monster they waves. They were not Arctic snow crabbing, Josh. They were not like, and I say unto thee, bring me snow yeah. crab. He wasn't saying that. They were what? what? They were fishermen. Yeah, but not, a tough not, job. But I'm not saying it's not, but let's not even compare apples to oranges. Like fishing in like where they're at in Israel and things such as that. What, what ocean is that? Oh my God! What's one? Sea of Galilee. Sea of Sea. Okay, so let's yeah. compare Sea of Galilee to the Arctic Sea. Let's let's go up towards yeah. the Arctic because that's where they're at. There's there's, there's a, was, way that one you can freeze. I mean, obviously to death. we weren't there back in like two thousand years, but <laughs> I imagine we, it's got to be uh, it's got to be pretty treacherous. You know, these <clears> were <throat> these these weren't you know just meek men. These were yeah, true. These yeah. Were, these I'm men. not saying they were. Yeah. But no, you're right. You have a point there that they were all worldly men. You know, no, they, Jesus, they were. Jesus didn't come for the people that were here to. That, right. That, you he know, didn't go into the, the church and pull and people out of a church. He went yeah. to the, it was interesting. Yeah. It was very interesting. So, but that was good. That was a good time. And then uh, I went to a restaurant yesterday that, uh, what is it, La Madeleine? Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't know. You never been to La Madeleine? No. Oh I didn't God. know this was an older restaurant. What the hell is wrong with you? Bro. You are a heathen. <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't. I've never been to this restaurant. I posted a picture of one of the things that we got on my Instagram, and I tagged the restaurant. And oh, I, I, okay. So I don't know. Their uh, tomato basil soup is amazing. That's what we. I had the tomato basil. I had the, the American French breakfast. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, oh my god, dude, that one good. was just. It was so good. Like the tomato basil soup. Yeah. Oh my god, with the croissant. Oh my gosh, and then we got a creme brulee. Now, yeah. the one thing I didn't like was they served it cold. Um, I don't I don't know if that's normal. I know creme brulee, you torch the top a little mm -hmm. bit, but I thought you were supposed to serve it, like, lukewarm. I don't know. But either way, it was amazing. Um, I got, we got two dinners under 30 bucks. It was really good. Really good. Highly would recommend it. If you've never been to a La Madeline like me. Um, I, I thought everybody had. Bro, the girlfriend's a foodie, so she's exposed me to new styles of restaurants. So I've been, I've been, um. Eating Indian food. Um, we had sushi the other night. I didn't because that shit is nasty. Um, I had beef teriyaki and I tried some other stuff. Um, expanding the horizons a little bit. Um, expanding you like the sushi? palate. I hate it. I think it's disgusting. Hmm. I even tried some of the seaweed and I was like, this tastes like the ocean. It tastes like I jumped in and got salt water up my nose and now it's in my mouth. That's what it tastes right. It tastes like. Hmm. It's disgusting. Just the seaweed. Now they had the rice balls, the sticky rice. Oh my god, that was so good. So that was that was pretty good. I enjoyed it. So, oh my god, I thought you looked a little fatter coming in today. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, like, how you doing, uh, buddy? So Your tits look great. <laughs> You're so fat. I hit legs yesterday and then chest today. I'm dying right now, man. Um, no, nah, Sunday it was it was a good relaxing weekend. Took the bike out. Oh, the weather was perfect. Yeah, it's been oh, it's still hot as balls here, but in the evening it's starting to cool down. Oh, it's so Fall's nice. coming. Yeah. All over my face with those leaves. Get those leaves all over my face. And we're out of Christian mode. <laughs> Change gears a little bit. I didn't think I was in Christian mode. Everybody in the chat's like, what is this church and brunch talk? Let me fucking go away. Oh my gosh. All these whiners in the chat. Like, well, then start your own podcast and talk about whatever the fuck you want. Christ. You're here for a reason. Shut your mouth and be grateful, you fucking peasants. Wow. We really did go out of church mode. <laughs> Shifted gears. Quickly. And then we did Zero Latency, the VR game. We did the Zombie Arena. I think a ticket is like 60 bucks worth it. 
Was it scary? Uh, no, but it is definitely tactical. Like, it's one of those things to where, bro, it, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Then I, I bought that um, MetaQuest 2. Yeah. And I've been playing that Wandering Wizards game. Hmm. Really good. Really fun. Um, it definitely worth it. It's yeah? definitely, oh, my God. Check it out. What's it called? Wandering Wizards? Wa- Wizards something. Wizard Wonderland, Wandering Wizards. It's one of the original games. I remember playing it on the, um, the Vive. And then I guess they got it on this one. So it's it's really cool. You can craft spells. You hit different levels. It's a lot of fun. Hmm. So, um, but yeah, Wizard 101. I don't think it's Wizard 101, is it? Is it Wizard 101? Could be. I'm not sure. But either way, <clears throat> all right. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's time to get into the news. Depressing. Not really, but still. But as you know, before we do that, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. Right now, for the month of September, we are running the mug deals. We've got some mug buddies going on. Any order over 50 bucks, use code MUG and get a free mug. That's right. We have the black and white ones to choose from. That's right. These are amazing. They are, uh, bro, what what would you say this is? 12 ounces? No, it's more than 12. You think so? You can fit 12 ounces in them. Yeah. Nothing. But yeah, <clears throat> you get a full size. It's pretty good. Full so cup again, of coffee in there. Yeah, oh, definitely full cup of coffee. Um, this is from shellshockcbd.com. Again, fifty dollars or more. Any purchase, you get fifty dollars or more. You get a free mug. Entering code, you have to use code mug. Please use code mug so we know. And it also, every single order is coming with a little keychain with the Shellshock logo for your bomb drops. <laughs> this is pretty cool. The black ones are bigger. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty funny there, Stubby. Mm. It's all about angles. So <laughs> that's what's going on at shellshockcbd.com for the month of September. We appreciate your love and support over there, guys. <laughs> all right. Oh, my. Does the use of CBD conflict with Christian doctrine? Uh, I don't nope. know. I don't care. <laughs> it comes from the earth. I mean, I mean, let's look at it this way. Paul even said a glass of wine for the stomach's sake. So if they were drinking alcohol, Jesus literally turned water into wine. Mm. I think the herb is going to be okay. Yeah. That's just me. <clears throat> all right. Heroin's a different story. Heroin's a different... (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Are we ready for this? Oh, my God. This is so good. This is so good. Let's just get into it. Pulling this up. First article we're getting. I saw this over the weekend. I was like, oh, this is going to be so good for the show. Black Lives Matter executive is accused of siphoning $10 million from donors. No. <laughs> you, you don't say. You stupid fucks. <laughs> totally. You sit there and you look at this and it's like, no, duh. And apparently there's several chapters suing BLM. There are several BLM chapters. You got to love this. Black Matters. Thing. Okay. Now, Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation executive Shalomaya Shalomia Bowers has been accused of siphoning off over more than $10 million from donors. The grassroots wing of the far-left activist organization, BLM Grassroots, alleged last week Bowers siphoned the money to pay his consulting firm after he joined the board of the foundation. Bowers is accused of paying the cash to his own borrower, uh, Bowers Consulting Firm, and diverting resources from a new group called Black Lives Matter Grassroots, Inc., according to the New York Post. BLM Grassroots was launched three months ago, record show. It claims to represent BLM chapters across the country. 
Attorney Walter Mosley, who funded the grassroots group, said in the lawsuit filed that Bowers could not let go of his personal piggy bank. Instead, he continued to betray the public trust by self-dealing and breaching his fiduciary duties. Instead of using the donations for its intended purposes, Mr. Bowers diverted these donations to his own coffers and intentionally took calculated steps to prevent those same resources from being used by BLM for on-the-ground movement work, the lawsuit claimed. Bowers has dismissed that the lawsuit is a little more than a power move by someone hell-bent on achieving power and control of the Black Lives Matter movement. Well, I mean, when you have multiple articles coming out over the last year, year and a half, where mm-hmm. there are chapters, I think it was the Kentucky chapter of BLM said they haven't received a penny yeah. from the BLM HQ, there's there's teeth to this. Yeah, they'll never get paid from, <clears throat> they'll no. never get anything. And then the, like the owner. Patrice? Yes, exactly. She's going to take all that money. Yeah. she's She already has. Yeah, she's got the, it the $6 million mansions up in freaking California and predominantly white neighborhoods where apparently, they, you know, they hate white people so much, but they certainly love living around us, which is weird. But, I mean, that's just, there it is. But it's crazy, right? It's freaking crazy. I don't think it's crazy at all. It's just it, what's crazy is it's taken people this long to figure out that they were being uh, conned. Like I, th- I don't liberals, doubt that bro. there's people who believed in the movement that you know yeah. they want to help black people and you know get it together. I don't know. Yeah. But there's also also people who are gonna use that to grift. Yeah. And to oh, buy giant mansions. Yeah. Oh, I just found the. Uh, uh, they, yeah, we did get another strike on the John Burke page, the uh, All American Savage page. Um, yeah, it's <clears> streaming <throat> on YouTube. No, no, that's the John Ross page. Mm-hmm. It's the John Burke page. This is the uh, podcast one. It's begin review. We took a look at your content. Keep policies in mind. The content. Uh, so I'm, I'm sitting there. Policy violation, misinformation. That's what they got us for misinformation. What was just reading news articles? Uh, yeah, apparently. Mm. <laughs> We're going to appeal it. We'll see. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And now the channel has 9.1 thousand followers. Now we have two got violations. That's going to put us at a uh, can't stream on there for like, what, two weeks? Yeah, November 11th is when it expires. They're going to review. Uh, yeah. The FBI gets sued for $1 billion. Blue losses begin. That's, that's the one they're reviewing. This is ridiculous. Misinformation again. That's all they're getting us for is misinformation. Yeah, see, that goes back to are they a platform or are yeah. they a publication? That's what, again, you, you can't even have an opinion. Yeah. Like, you can't even, like, that's the thing that's so dangerous about this that liberals just don't get. You can't even have an opinion on this. Because if you do, it could be considered misinformation. Well, naturally, when you're discussing any type of topic, you're going to have various different perspectives applied towards it. And granted, some will sound like they're putting out misinformation due to a lack of understanding of said topic. But that's what we should be pushing for. That's what we need. Yeah. You know, how else are we going to learn from each other? How else? We should be having these debates. Now, granted, we can put these debates in the context of at least keeping them civil to an extent. But they, they, the America has to have, my God, debates go back to, to, to the birthplace of philosophy in Greece. Mm-hmm. In Athens, they would have debates, open debates. Now, granted, they would get spirited from time to time, but they still had them because it caused people to think. And, it, you know, and what people don't realize is sometimes it's not coming to the end result or the answer. It's the process in which you use to get there. It's the, it's the repetitiveness of being a critical thinker and listening to how other people think outside the box, which you can take those methods. You can take like the Socratic method, if you well, where you ask leading questions mm-hmm. to help your opponent find their own truth, quote unquote. Um, but this is this is what's helped our society as in a global 
aspect. Look at the countries where open debate is not allowed. China. Oh, hell no. You don't debate the government. Absolutely not. Russia, probably not. Yeah. But these other countries where debate is something that is at the foundation, the bedrock, like that's where you see a lot of just great thinkers. Unfortunately, America is losing this. That's probably why more stupid people. I mean, now, now think about this. It's kind of just dawned on me. Look at how they censor us. And I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination that we're critical thinkers or anything like remotely close to it. But the point that I'm trying to make, though, is when they censor people like you and me that do question these narratives, that do want to hear other sides of the story, mm -hmm. do want to listen to other people's perspectives, even if I know I'm going to disagree with them, like silencing that then cuts out your intelligence base and then all you're allowing on those platforms are stupidity people or stupid people. It's, it's ignorance. It's the fact that you cannot question authority. You cannot question the narrative. Instead, it's literally just go with the, the uh, matter of fact, I was watching V for Vendetta last night. Mm -hmm. Dude, I would encourage you to go back and watch that movie. Never in my life have I seen it applore, uh, apply more to real life than I have now. It's nuts. Nuts. Yeah, they're, they're not interested in truth or no, no. fact-checking and stuff like that. Yeah. It's power. Yep. This is, it's all about power and retaining power. Yep. And if people are talking and having discussions about stuff, then that interferes with their agenda of yeah. retaining power. Yep. So I, I, it's not a shocker. It's These people aren't sitting around and being like, well, we've yeah. got to do the right thing here. And oh, they don't give a shit about doing the right thing. Right. Absolutely they don't. not. They don't care. They don't give a damn about that. Nope. It's not until everybody starts switching over to these alternative platforms that, yeah. you know, we'll really have an open discussion. Yeah. Well, that's why, again, we're on Rumble. And like I talked about the other episode, Andrew Tate is now on Rumble. Yeah. So that just goes to show you whether you like to do it or not. Oh, and then uh, people out there, and this is just how interesting this is. I was on TikTok this morning, and <clears throat> there was a video apparently of 10 years ago where Andrew Tate's beating this woman during an encounter. And he was, he was like, no, this was sex. We were having sex. It was what she wanted. This was foreplay. It was whipping her with a belt or some shit like that. Or popped her open hand to the face or something. The woman came out on TikTok, and I saw this. She goes, this is the second time. Her words saying, this is the second time I'm coming out. This was consensual. I wanted this. This was our sex. What y'all are doing to him right now and being, you know, accusing him of all these things, it's incorrect. I'm that woman, and I'm saying I gave him my permission. He had consent. That's what I'm into. It's like interesting hmm. how they just wanted to jump on him for this because they hated what he said. He has said some ignorant things, but the fact is they didn't even take into account. It's like, was this consensual? Instead, you just got a video of this dude beating a woman with a belt. I've been with women that are into that. Like they love being spanked, like loved being spanked. Most, I think by and large, a lot of women do. Um, anyway, <laughs> just saying. All right. Who's your daddy? Um, but they just they took they jumped on this they yeah. jumped on this and they were ready to crucify and this is why social media is so deadly it is ruining our society because now we have allowed the stupid voices to be more prominent on social media because they've censored all the intelligent ones they've censored all the ones that were like wait a minute critical thinkers are like wait a minute all we have is a video here mm -hmm. we don't know what's going on this could be consensual if there's the a remote possibility that it could be this man deserves a fair trial in the court of public opinion, but no such thing exists. They don't believe in that because everybody just wants to get lost in their emotions and hate the person for the sake of hating them. Yeah. Now, granted, I will fall victim to this at times too. There are people out there that I just do not like. And regardless if they do good things, I'll sometimes be like, oh God, I hate to admit this, but yes, it's good. And I still hate them. Yeah. But, I, well, I think something I've learned as I don't know, the last two, three years is not to just really jump to conclusions because accusations are yeah. thrown out there because it, yeah, Oh yeah, they're they're thrown out so willingly. I mean, it's, and it starts with being called a racist, right? It's lost all meaning, and then it goes into sexual assault, and then all these other things. And we're like, oh man! As soon as you get labeled with those things, yeah, 
it sounds terrible to everybody else. They're like, well, the, he's been accused of it. Yeah, I'm like, well, exactly. It's like a career. Even a, though you weren't found group, guilty. Yeah. yeah. Even though you weren't found guilty, they'll still accuse you. And right. that, that could be very. Um, somebody that doesn't know you, they're like, oh, well, that guy's a rapist. Yep. Because you were accused of it. Yep. 100%. So, yeah. It's, uh, and that's that's a sad thing. It, it shouldn't be that way. It's a hard lesson to learn. It is. But um, that's out there. <sighs> The BLM. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm just <laughs> color color me shocked. Color me shocked. That's just it's ridiculous. But again, it, it was it was the co-founder and who else? Because there was two there was two like two mansions bought, wasn't there? Multiple. There was two mansions that were purchased. What's her face? Patrice colors in uh that, that was one. Mm-hmm. I forget the other one. Yeah. I forget her name. But it's just interesting to me. And, and you know, they you want to talk about like one of the best grifts? That was it. That was one of the best grifts they could have done. Self-hating, white, guilt-ridden liberals? Holy shit. They love it. They love it. They want to be taught CRT. It, bro, it was, like, it was like the Catholic Church saying, hey, Back during the Lutheran days of like when they were battling this, like, hey, you can pay to have your sins absolved. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Hey, guys, you could donate to black people and not feel guilty about being being white. It's like, this is brilliant. This is a brilliant tactic. See, the, the problem is it'll never be enough. Like, there no, is no yeah. cap on it. No. Be like, look, give us $100 million and then that'll be it. Yeah. It's not. It's, nope. There is no number. Dude, it's... it's you, you keep giving until you finally say, you know what? I'm not giving anymore. Yep. Yep. And what do they do? They steal from their own. They steal from their own. (laughs) Nobody's going to call that out. Nobody's going to call that out. And why not? You know why. You know why. And they're self-proclaimed Marxists. Mm -hmm. Trained Marxists. Bah. (laughs) Bah. It's ridiculous. But yeah. You just, it's funny. It almost kind of uh, stands to reasons. Like the self-proclaimed Marxists are stealing from their own. The leadership is stealing... If there was never a great uh, uh, an example, the most perfect example to have as far as why socialism fails, that's it right there. Yeah. That's literally it right there, and it's the most beautiful thing to watch. I shouldn't say beautiful, but it's it's great to see like the irony come full circles. Like you know, we kind of told you so, but you didn't want to listen because, yeah, you everyone else is smarter. Y'all y'all know what you're doing, but uh, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm just I don't know. It's funny to me. Yeah. It's just, it's so funny. But like you said, they're going to keep falling forward. They're going to keep grifting. They're going to keep doing all this stuff, and it's never going to change. Yeah, eventually, you'll always have your core group of people yeah. who they'll be easily manipulated, yep. and Patrice and her gang will get together and make Bro, know, yeah. fundraise, and then there'll be shady dealings behind. I mean, it's like like Hunter Biden, what what they do. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, it's all a grift. Well, apparently, they raided uh, Trump's son, Byron. I guess the FBI. Byron? It's ba- yeah, Baron. Yeah, I apparently the FBI doing the Mar a Lago raid raided his room too. Which, I mean, to be fair, yeah, you're gonna have to. That, that's the only way. But you know whose president's son has not been raided? <laughs> just throwing that out there. Just, just throwing you do that what you want. Just I mean, out there. I mean, probably like <laughs> one of the scummiest people mm-hmm. on the planet. Mm-hmm. Say it with your chest. <laughs> but that's where we're at. 
Um, zombie media cartel, Bill Button. Now listen to this. This is a little complicated, but listen to the monopoly they're trying to formulate, or I think they've already established a long time ago, but yeah. zombie media cartel, bill back, and worse than ever, would strengthen legacy media, punish anti-establishment outlets. A new version of the Journalism Competition and Preservation Act, JCPA, is circulating that is worse than the original. It allows mainstream legacy and left-wing media to form exclusionary media cartels and then empowers them with extraordinary collective bargaining power to collude with big tech companies. The amendments serve only to spell out in greater specificity specificity how to exclude conservative anti-establishment media from any alleged benefits. Uh, specifically, the new JCPA contains a provision that allows eligible media companies forming a cartel to create admission criteria for membership unrelated to the size of an eligible digital journalism provider or the views expressed by its content, including criteria to limited memberships to only eligible publishers and only edible broadcasters. You know damn well. You know damn well. That's gonna that's your your that's like the country club, the press country club. Mm -hmm. That unless you see it our way, yeah. you're preaching our narrative, you don't get to come to our club. Yeah. Bro. Bro. And then there were articles talking about how Zuckerberg um, Biden was basically telling Zuckerberg about the COVID stuff, all these things, like the White House, the administrations. And here's the thing. I'm betting Trump did too. I'm betting the Trump administration did too, as far as talking to Facebook, getting to publish things, yada yada, because it was Fauci. It had to be Fauci. Hmm. I think I think damn well both administrations were guilty of that, trying to use big tech to manipulate the narrative. Yeah, I don't know. Not, that maybe not big Trump. tech would listen to Trump. Oh yeah, I, I you bet. think so? Yeah, I don't. The same people that booted him off their platform, and then you got they Google the time, who kicked though. True Social off of their platform. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That doesn't possible. Yeah, they, for some reason they hate this guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, Practice for whatever reason. Their game. Yeah, yeah. I, what I don't even know what game it is. What? How are you not winning if you're a big tech company? Yeah, you have more money than you could shake a stick at. Bro, they're I, they I are mean, insanely rich. Why is it? Why is everybody's going after Elon for not curing world hunger, but nobody's going after Zuckerberg? Now Zuckerberg is losing a lot of um, positive. <laughs> whatever Trump. You what did Trump call him? A weirdo? <laughs> he is. He's a fucking lizard man. He's seriously like he's, that he's, conversation he had with Joe Rogan just nonchalantly yeah. talking about the FBI coming yeah. over to him and so talking to him. Yeah, we just suppressed his, it a little bit. Just just a, we just We didn't do what Twitter did bit. and kick him off completely. We just suppressed it so you would never find it. But the thing for like, me is like, okay, they've admitted it, so what happens now? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing happens to them. It's like we already knew that they were doing yeah. this, right? So who polices the government? And it should be the citizens. The should government be. should be afraid of the citizens. But what happens because of this? Nothing. No, the president threatens everybody with an F-15. Bro, he basically, we we're going to get to this article, but we might as well get into it now. We, on the last episode, we talked about the Biden speech. Um, and, bro, I've that was a fucking, that speech was like, bro, if you're wanting war, civil war, this is the way to go about it. Like, you're doing it the right way. You are basically calling the other side a bunch of terrorists. Mm -hmm. Well, later on, Peter Ducey cornered Biden when he was, I forget what he was signing, and brought up the fact that Biden basically talked about the MAGA Republicans being a threat to democracy, yada, yada, yada. Biden just said that. He's like, I don't know. That's not what I mean. So you guys with this. <laughs> it's like, he's talking about the extremists. But he keeps saying MAGA. MAGA Republicans. That's, by and large, a lot of the Republicans. You don't think that's about 70 million people who exactly. voted for Trump? Exactly. So you're, you're just sitting there. Probably so more. Apparently, Biden, is, he came out and he said, I didn't mean it like that. People yeah. are just like, well, that's exactly what you said. But now you're saying you don't consider them terrorists. Well, Biden does it again. He came out, I think it was today. Or no, I'm sorry, he did a speech on Labor Day. And um, 
apparently there was a, a heckler in the crowd or a protester, a counter-protester, no, just a protester in general. It says, Joe Biden accuses heckler of destroying democracy at Labor Day speech. President Joe Biden mocked a heckler, a heckler during a Labor Day speech on Monday, accusing him of destroying democracy. Biden spoke at a Labor Day event in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, celebrating unions and warning, again, got to love that, celebrating unions, and warning workers about the dangers that MAGA Republicans pose to the working class. Bro, this is what the president's worried about? Yeah. This is what you, of course, is worried about this because midterms are coming. And they're scared. They're they are lobbing out these insults like crazy. Mm-hmm. But this is crazy. Like, bro, you've got bigger fish to fry right now. And for those that don't know, I think it's another 13 million he's asking to go to send to Ukraine. Another 13 million to send to Ukraine. This administration is hot garbage. Hot garbage. <laughs> you are sitting there doling out billions of taxpayer money to money to one of the most corrupted countries in the world. And then you're turning around and you're classifying your opposing political party as being extremists. Did you see those videos Bro. circulating around of like clubs and all kinds of like partying going on over in Ukraine? Oh, no, I haven't seen that. But I saw the pictures of them going to the beach and stuff. Yeah, I'm not sure how true it is. But if that's the case, I mean... Why are we sending them so much money? Why are we sending them so yeah. much money when they don't seem to be worried about... I'd like an audit of where all that money is going. Yeah. If that's no, possible. We're never going to get that. We're never going to get that. Yeah, I mean... Hell no. If you're going to hire 87,000 IRS, can would you may, maybe start there? Yeah. That should keep them busy for at least, I don't know, 30 years. Biden spoke at a Labor Day event in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, or, that part, hold on. Uh, during his speech, a man stood up and began shouting, but it was unclear what he was saying. Biden tried to calm his supporters as Secret Service removed the heckler from the event. All right, God love you. Let him go. Let him go, Biden said. No, 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 don't. Let him go. Biden continued, look, everybody's entitled to be an idiot. That's the president. Now, again, I think it's funny. If Trump says that, I'd be laughing. But this is Biden. Biden has set his own standards. Biden set his own left and right limit, and he keeps violating his own limit. He talked about being a president brings unity back to America. Biden is not doing that. By calling your heckler an idiot or your, your, your person in your crowd an idiot, and here's the thing, I would do the same thing, but I also didn't put you know, my left and right limit by saying, hey, I'm going to unite everybody. I'm going to stop sniffing kids, <laughs> shit like that. Well, um, that's him, not me. But still, this is what Biden does. And then Biden continues. Now listen to this, folks. The president continued his speech warning the audience about the extreme MAGA Republicans who were trying to take away his personal rights from Americans. He says, we have to be stronger and more determined and more committed to saving American democracy than the MAGA Republicans and that guy out that door are destroying democracy. So for Biden to say that, how is that one guy that is protesting you de- destroying democracy, if anything, He's utilizing democracy. He's utilizing the right of free speech. He's utilizing his ability to speak out against a a thing he doesn't agree with. I mean, we all know the left is great about this. They're great about this. And I love how Biden tries to talk about how, you know, we're, we're extremists, we're dangerous. Last I checked, we saw Democrats... Looting, pillaging, burning, mm-hmm. violence at Berkeley. We saw the BLM riots where they were just out in full force. We saw Antifa. Now, if you really want to take it a step further, Trump even said he was going to make Antifa a terrorist organization. That never happened. Antifa's still running large. And yes, they are a terrorist organization. By utilizing violent means to push a political movement, a political agenda, they are, by definition, terrorists. Yeah. Why are they not being treated as such? Why did Trump let this go? That's the question I want answered. Everybody can worship Trump all they want, but Trump's also equally complicit in not fucking banning Antifa. And look what we've got. 
spineless Republicans, I'm telling you, because I can't even just pin that only on Trump. Congress was controlled by Republicans. What did you do? Nothing. Not a fucking thing. Swampy Republicans. Trying to protect the people. And what happened? And here's the thing. If there was an equal and opposite style of group on the right, I would expect the exact same thing. Yeah. But instead, they go after organizations like the Proud Boys. What violence did they committed? They, they're there to counter Antifa. Right. And the wars that we see in the streets, you know why those wars occur, ladies and gentlemen? Because there was no government interventionism to stop Antifa, so Antifa was running amok until citizens got tired of it and said, you know what, fuck this. We're going out there, and we're going to fight them on our own turf, and we're going to win. Eventually, that's what you have to, that's you what ha- you have have to, to stand do. up for yourself. Yeah. If anybody has ever looked into the Proud Boys and what they do, it's you got to— We interviewed them. you got to say, like, uh, five serial names with while being punched. Don't look at pornography and yeah. like be a good husband and dad. Like those yeah. are the <laughs> like, wow. That's that their sounds, thing. That sounds very extremist. Sounds very racist and stuff like that. I've heard Gavin Newsom or uh, yeah. Gavin McGinnis talk about it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, you're doing what I do now. The two, the Gavins. It's that's yeah, what does the Gavins. It. Yeah, I just saw that guy's stupid face. I fucking hate Gavin Newsom. I mean, that guy is He's one of idiot. the biggest douchebags. Hey, guys, get electric cars, but don't plug them in. Oh, we got more on that. Apparently now California's begging their people not to use any electricity. But Biden continued his angry condemnation of former President Donald Trump and his supporters calling them a threat to democracy. Guys, remember I told you a few episodes ago they're going to do this. The closer we get to midterms, the more and more afraid they're going to get. Right now, Nancy Pelosi is trying to make plans for when she knows that Republicans need to take back in November. She's wanting to be be appointed the um, ambassador to Italy. Like, fuck her. I know, that like, piece of shit. Hell no. You shouldn't be able to expand your witchiness to other countries on behalf of America. Absolutely not. I know. Go back to California to where you're freaking supposed to represent, where it looks like a shithole, and go die over there. But uh, Biden, with this whole MAGA Republicans threat to democracy, this is this is rhetoric. This is, this is propaganda. And again, and I don't believe in hate speech, but if there was such thing, this is it. This is it. Accusing the opposing political side of being a threat to democracy... There's a difference in somebody saying, yeah, I think that election was rigged. That's not a threat to democracy. That's using your First Amendment right to speak yeah. out and say, I feel like this isn't this isn't just. Now, it's- people can sit there, and again, I see this on Instagram all the time. Every single fucking post, you've got some stupid, effeminate-looking bitch, little cuck liberal sitting there talking <laughs> about, well, Trump and his fascists, you know, he called for some supporters to overthrow the Capitol. It's like, give me the quote. Show me the exact fucking quote where Trump know. said that. Well, he insinuated. No, he didn't. No, he did not. He did not. I sat there and I watched the speech. And again, if Trump was wrong, I'd be the first one to say he's wrong on this. Trump did not do that. This was fab. This whole ordeal, January 6th, was a leftist ploy. They needed something to balance out the BLM riots. They knew this was going to be a black eye on them. They needed something to wield back towards Republicans. This was it. You know, they talk about dog whistle and stuff like mm-hmm. that. If there's not a dog whistle to your core group of yeah. uh demonstrators then yeah. I don't know what it is if he keeps saying that yeah these MAGA Republicans are a threat to democracy mm-hmm. yeah. our way of life yeah don't you think those people are crazy like if they're going down and burning yeah. down large swaths the cities now I'd say there's something wrong yeah if they if he keeps feeding them these mm-hmm. lies and all this bullshit is they're he gonna eventually be held accountable gonna, yeah. for any kind of violence that befalls no. yeah that's the other problem like the left will never hold their own side accountable if they did this would be a whole lot better place to live in I'm, I'll tell you that right now but the left will never do that right they will never it's literally what and we said this before whatever they accuse the right of doing watch carefully folks yeah. Watch carefully. Whatever they accuse the right of doing, they more times than not are doing themselves. 
they tried to put Trump in bed with Russia when the entire time Biden and the rest of them were in bed with China. Yep. This is proven through Hunter China, Biden and all Ukraine, that stuff. China, Russia yeah, themselves. It's, absolutely. It's ridiculous. You know, you can see this stuff, too, with Bernie Sanders supporters, uh, the guy who went and shot up the baseball. Bas- baseball, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't think they're willing to do it again? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. But it's I just to me, it's kind of like, look, I'm telling them, I tell you right now, when the right gets enough, and I think we're hitting that boiling point, when the right gets fed up with the violence mm-hmm. and the shit like that, it's going to be a powder keg and it's going to be explode. It's going to be like, I, I don't think people understand. It's like the right is kind of like that that gentle giant. It's like you can you can make fun of him. You can, you can nudge him a little bit. You can punch him a few times. But when you hit that man to his boiling point, it turns into Hulk. Yeah. Not Mark Ruffalo, woke, little retard, liberal Hulk. I'm talking about like the OG... You know, Bruce Banner, like a roided out fucking Yoda, okay? Like the that 80s bad. Hulk. Like the 80s, 80s Hulk. Hulk. The Lou Ferrigno, not a bitch Hulk. So I feel like eventually one of these days they're going to do it. And it's going to be a massacre. And it'll be justifiably so to where it's like, look. And here's the thing. This would not be happening if the police in these this Democrat cities and shit would do their fucking jobs. That's a- Do your fucking job. But when the law that, again, our tax money pays to have there to do, to operate, is not enforcing the same laws that you enforce on us, yeah. then why do I ever respect you or why would I ever want you? Never. You can't, you can't wonder why there's no blue line love in these blue cities. Mm-hmm. Like Portland, Oregon. I'm sorry. Your police department, I have no fucking respect for you. Not a single one of you. None of you. If you're not doing your job and you're not shutting that shit down and instead you're standing idly by because of the orders of the mayor, you should quit that fucking job. Mm-hmm. You know damn well when you see looting, when you see elderly couples being punched in the face and you're not doing anything, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's not right. There comes a time, there comes a point where you as a man, you see something like that. And to me, it's just like, this is like uh, uh, just how we are. It's how it's in our DNA. The hunter, gatherer, guardian, protector. You see some shit like that. There's got to be some little voice that screams out inside of you and says, hey, that's not right. Yeah. And so I got to do, if someone's not going to do anything, I will. And when you don't see cops having that kind of like inner monologue, then they're worthless. Those are literally just guys with a badge trying to collect a paycheck. That's all it is. I feel like being a police officer, it's not one of those jobs you're going to take because you're going to get paid very well. They don't. They don't make very good money. No. Not to deal with the bullshit they deal with. So God bless the ones that do a good job for the right reasons. It's the shitheads that don't believe in the Constitution. And the, the paycheck collectors are like, I'm not going to, doesn't concern me, but blah, blah, blah. it's like, bro, you're there to protect and serve. Yeah. That's your job. That's what you're paid to do. You're not doing it just to get the paycheck. Cause again, to do that kind of fucking deal with that kind of bullshit, you can make more money going private security way more. Yeah. That's just me. But yeah. Uh, he also told workers that the Trumpies were trying to end popular programs such as social security. Um, no, Mr. President, that's a lot of people. And God bless him for doing it. Social Security does need to end. You, uh, Fuck Social Security. You know what's ending Social Security? Billions of dollars <laughs> being sent over to Ukraine. Yeah, exactly. And skyrocketing Bro, inflation, yes. you stupid idiot. I was explaining this to my girlfriend the other day. I was talking about Social Security. Um, and I was, I always feel good, like getting to open somebody's mind to like constitutionality. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I love doing that. I, I was telling her, it's like, yeah, fucking back in the thirties, it was the FDR established social security. Mm-hmm. And, so, and they basically said, Hey, what we're going to do is we're going to take from you on the front end and give it back to you on the back end. Yeah. You pay into this massive fucking melting pot of all this money. And then we, as the government are going to distribute it accordingly to how we think it should go. It's like, that was your first mistake. I know. And the second Don't mistake worry, was, we won't fuck it up. Yeah, we won't fuck this up. Oh, we fucked well, they it didn't up. Consider- <laughs> ah, shit. We fucked up. Uh, but <laughs> 
But to me, it's kind of like back then, they also didn't, I mean, the average lifespan was like, what, 50, 40? Uh, In the 30s? Like it w- 60s. Was it 60s? Yeah. Well, they didn't They didn't see that medical technology would advance, right. quality of life would increase and improve, and now more people are living longer than they ever expected. So that means you got more people retiring than people are working. Yeah. So you're paying out more than people are paying into it. So when people say that Social Security is going to go bankrupt, that's not true. It's impossible. There's always going to be somebody paying into it. There will always be people, pay- be people paying in, and that's the problem. So right now, you've got more people retiring, drawing their Social Security than people are paying into it. So therefore, you're having to reduce the amount that you're spending or you're, you're giving out to the Social Security beneficiaries. Mm-hmm. And again, I've said this multiple times. They're saying, by I'm 38. By the time I get to retire, I'll be drawing back 73 to 74% of what I paid in. Now, and I posed this question to my girlfriend. I was like, let's talk about yearly tax. And I'm only getting 74% back. Okay? So if I was to keep that tax money, do you think it'd be smarter for me to spend it or the government to spend it? Who do you think could spend it better, me uh-huh. or the government? And she's like, well, you, duh. I was like, there you go. Welcome to being a libertarian to uh-huh. an extent. Okay. There it is. And she got red pill or whatever the pills are. These. There's like a black pill, a red pill, a green pill, a purple pill, a rainbow pill. Dang, don't take that one. <laughs> Dick never tastes so great. She got anyway, white penis. She got white penis. And... It was explaining that to her, and it was just like, that's why Social Security is a farce. It's bullshit. I mean, it's literally in the name, social. Socialized medicine, socialized fucking... It's ridiculous. So, And ultimately, uh, it was a a way for government to fucking get rich. It was a way for government to have something to pull from. And number two, it was the government playing nanny state. That's not the government's role. Well, John, what about people that aren't good with their money? Well, then you're going to work to the day that you die, because I personally don't give a fuck. That's your choice. You chose to make that. That's what I hate about this country. We have veered away from the idea of that you should be held accountable and responsible for your own successes and fuck-ups. Yeah. So if you are blowing your money on drugs, like, look, guys, let's have a come-to-Jesus meeting real quick. I'm telling you right now, you young guys out there, we talk about needing masculine figures in our society to lead these young men in a positive direction. Well, here's, take this from me. This is a tip from me. Don't go out there blowing your money on these clubs. This is, don't. Don't do it. It's not worth it. What are you doing? You're going to spend two, $300 a night on a bar getting drunk in the club trying to get women. Take that money and invest in you. Invest in you. Invest in building a better tomorrow. Because ultimately, for me, what it means to me is like to essentially invest in yourself to achieve peace. Mm-hmm. To be able to be financially at peace. I am financially at peace now, and it feels amazing. I'm not going to lie. It feels great. The only debt I have is a car note in my house note. That's it. That's it. And I don't even really consider those debts. Mm-hmm. Now, eventually, when I pay those things off, it's going to be bro. It's going to be great. It's going to be fucking wonderful. But one thing I never did, I would never go drop lots of money out in the clubs doing dumb shit. Now, I would spend money on traveling. I believe in that. I believe in experiencing, making memories, experiencing life. It's the best education. There you go. But what I didn't want to invest in is spending 50 to 100 bucks to make myself throw up. So that's why we have ShellshockCBD.com. The Delta 8 gummies get you baked off your ass for only 50 or 60 bucks, and there's no hangover. Anywho, you get where I'm going on that. But, like, no, where, where, where is this being taught anymore? Because now the government comes in and plays nanny to everybody. Yeah. So, people, if you're not allowed to fail, you're not going to be a success. You're just going to, you were never allowed to fail. Does not automatically mean you're going to be successful. It just means that they never took the training wheels off. That's yeah. all that means. 
And that's why I do not like the government coming in there and saying, hey, we need to take more power, more response. No, you don't. You are horrible. You're the worst babysitter alive. Like if you were a real life babysitter, you'd be on the phone talking to your boyfriend while the little toddler's playing with scissors by the fire. Smoking like, a cigarette, smoking a, a cig Pepsi. Yeah, exactly. It's you're the worst babysitter ever. Like, but people love this because they like the idea of allowing somebody else to protect them because who doesn't like that? I'm not used to that because I've never had that. But for a lot of people out there, they like this idea of having a guardian figure in their life to say, no matter what, I'm going to be here for you and I'll protect you. Well, the government says that, but folks, if you're stupid enough to believe that, then you deserve what you get. They are not there to protect you. They are there to fuck you over. Yep. That's their job. Unless, unless, unless you're ready for it. Here's the other part. Unless you are in the lower economic bracket, in which case the government loves you. Oh, they love you to death. Because you're the guaranteed voter base they can always rely upon. As long as you're poor, as long as you're on the government tit, oh, man, you ain't getting any change. You'll never get any change. And they don't want you to be successful. They don't want you to make that bump into the middle class economic bracket. Because when they do, or if you do, you are no longer relying upon the government. Mm -hmm. And you're no longer probably going to vote liberal, to tell you the truth. I, when you get to that point where they start taxing you more, you start asking questions like, wait, where's my tax money going? Did we talk about Mike Tyson? Yeah. Yep. Coming out more conservative, saying when he was younger, he voted liberal. As the older, he gets more conservative. Like, yeah. Because it just makes sense. It just makes sense. It really does. But people, I think, conflate that with, like, a conservative in the sense of, like, he he, he doesn't want women's rights. Like, no, that has nothing to do with it. It's That's more like economics-based. Right. Yeah. Like, anytime, if you say we don't want women's rights or gays' rights or anybody to <sighs> have... It's equal. Everybody's just equal. Yeah. You don't get any special treatment. You know, there's there's one Everybody small part gets the of me, same, though, right? when they talk about women's and gay rights. Like, can we kind of remove that right to free speech? Because I am sick and tired of hearing them fucking whine. Oh, my God. I mean, well, that's, We're just, so oppressed. Oh, my God. You know the the only fact people, that you're whining about being oppressed means you're not oppressed. The only people Shut who are privileged are the kids of wealthy people. Yeah. They have a leg up mm -hmm. because they're going to get the best schooling. Yeah. They're going to get more attention. Mm -hmm. That's just how it is. Yeah. That's, those are the only people who are privileged. Yeah. And, and politicians' kids. Who I mean, are by and large. By and large, wealthy. Yeah. So, yeah. There's but here's the thing, though. If if I was in the same situation, damn right I'd send my kids to the best school to have the yeah. bank because I want that inheritance wealth right. to be passed down. And our family, my bloodline moving forward, will never have to struggle again. You want the best thing for your kids as possible. Hell right? yeah. You want to. I mean, not every parent can do it, but no. I mean, it's good like, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you want the best for your children and your grandchildren to like yeah. be successful in this country? And I'm not talking about like, I love that scene in McClintock, the John Wayne movie where he talks about, he's got his daughter there. It's like, there's going to be every young buck on this side of the Rio Grande coming to date you because you're my daughter and I'm rich. But I'm telling you this right now, I'm not giving you anything. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to grow up and learn just like your mom and I did. And you're going to have to struggle because it's going to make you and that person grow a lot together. Yeah. It's like, I like that. I, I respect that. It's like, but like yeah, every generation should know what it means to struggle. Yeah, you know, leave their uh, lineage mm -hmm. better than they yeah. than it came to them. So yeah. like my kids will be a better parent than I am, and then hopefully I'm a better parent than my parents were to me. So mm -hmm. it just keeps building and building and building. Mm -hmm. So I know my parents taught me work hard. Nothing is ever going to be given to you. Yeah, and you know, and except it's, these it's, hands it's served you well. Yeah, it's <laughs> you get these hands for free. <laughs> It's the truth, though. I mean, it is the truth. But, you know, when people talk down about the wealthy taking care of their own, bro, isn't that not the dream of every American that goes to a nine to five? Well, maybe not every American, but for me, it's like, 
I love the fact that we get to come in here and work for ourselves. Yeah. I love the fact that we have a successful business. And I do want to hand this down to my my lineage 100%. When you talk to any billionaire or very successful business person, they tell you successful people surround themselves with, with other su- successful people. Right. Yes. Fools surround themselves with yep. fools. Yep. I mean, yes, men, especially. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's the one thing I hated in the military was anytime we have a commander's brief. Oh, my God. Every single platoon sergeant would pull down their fucking pants and just wait to get a good fucking or suck the commander's <laughs> dick. It's like, well, why don't you just be honest with the guy? <laughs> it's like, what, is he going to hate you? Okay, fine. He fucking hates you, but at least he can rely upon you. But then again, there was a lot of weak leadership in the military to where like a commander would let his ego lead, not yeah. him. So, but that's, and that's how it is in most situations. But, um, Anyway, back to the other point. The, the biggest contrast from what MAGA Republicans, the extreme right, the, 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 the Trumpies, they want to go to Congress. These MAGA Republicans in Congress are coming for your Social Security as well, Biden said. Bro, okay, I think Social Security is like a 50-50 split in the country. That's just, I'm, I'm speculating on that one. I think, by and large, a lot of Republicans don't want Social Security, but I think a lot of moderate Democrats don't want it either. Uh, i just like to keep more of my money. Damn right. Let me have my money. Right. Because here's the thing. What if I don't make it to retirement age? What if I die before then? Where does that money go? Hopefully every day that passes, we're a step closer to a flat tax. God, I wish. Rather than everything being taxed. I wish. Biden's bizarre claim is based on a proposal by Senate Republicans Committee to make every federal program reauthorized by Congress every five years. I like that. I like that. I think every program should be revisited 100%. Yeah. The first one, affirmative action. Get rid of it. Gone. Gone. There goes your racism. Now it's going to be fair across the board. Your race no longer gets you any special privileges. Mm-hmm. Uh, Democrats have tried to use the proposal to warn voters that they do try every election cycle that Republicans want to end Social Security. Um, I've, outside of Rand and Ron Paul, have you heard anybody say anything like that? Not recently. I'm not saying they don't, but not recently. I haven't seen anything. Uh, Senator Mitch McConnell specifically clarified that ending Social Security or Medicare will not be part of Republican Senate majority agenda. If Republicans take the majority this fall, um, and that's also, again, that's Mitch McConnell. Like, he's not even a Republican. That guy's a rhino. Yeah, a lot of these Republicans are rhinos. Yeah. It's not a big shot. They've been, these career politicians mm-hmm. are rhinos. You know, and this is a question I wanted to ask you. Do you think, we look at somebody like Mitch McConnell. This guy's clearly a boomer neocon. I honestly think they see the young up-and-coming congressional candidates that are more moderate, that are more libertarian. They see them as a threat mm-hmm. because it seems to me like the more that the older crowd of the GOP is going away and the younger crowd is stepping in and taking over, it feels to me like they're going more constitutional, a bit more left in the sense of not left-left. I'm talking about left of right, more mm-hmm. centrist in the sense of like getting rid of Social Security, close the borders, more libertarian ideas. It seems like the GO, if the GOP could go that direction, it'll be a direct threat to the DNC every single election cycle. Yeah. Every single election cycle. I, th- I hope so. It feels like, and I think that's why the Mitch McConnells are scared. I just can't wrap my head around anybody not wanting a smaller government or more money in their paychecks. Why would the powerful ever strip away Less their own power? Less people in your life. Like, yeah. I don't understand how that would be an issue with anybody. Like, yeah, I just want more, more of my own money yeah. and less government overreach. Yeah, exactly. I think that's, that's, that's fair. Right? It's very fair. Like, who's going to come in and be like, no? <laughs> no, I, well, well, a lot of liberals do. Yeah, and I don't get it. Like, nah. taxes should be higher. Uh, Biden thanked union workers for the contributions to the United States of America, crediting their support for his entire political career. He says, the bad news for you all is that I'm here because of you. He said, the president even singled out a child in the crowd for attending his speech. I bet he did. 
Yeah. I smell you. I hear you. I smell a six-year-old in the second row. It says any child under 12 years of age deserves a little extra ice cream or something for doing this. He said as the crowd chuckled, this has got to be the most boring thing in the world for you, honey, but we're going to work something out for you, I promise. Please don't sniff me. <laughs> Not again, please. That's such a weirdo. Well, Wheel of Misfortune, Britain's spin to see if they can pay energy bills on daytime TV. Oh, my God. This stuff is real, folks. This is real. I need to, I need to start buying gold. I do. I, I, I tell I, you, I'm getting into that hoarder mindset of I've got a meat, I've got a freezer full of meat, I've got my hunting gear, I've got my personal protection, but I need some kind of financial fallback to where if shit hits, if the market crashes. But even I was kind of I was thinking about it, I was like, wait, if the market crashes, gold's not going to be worth shit anyway. Will it? Gold should retain its value. You think so? Yeah. I don't, but 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 what's the cash in process? It just I think the more of it you have, like, because it was really high mm-hmm. uh, about 10, 12 years ago. It was like, I don't know what it is right now, but it was like around 1800 to $2,000 to... an ounce or something like that. Yeah. That's what that's what they were talking about doing, the uh, the silver standard or the gold standard. Right. And it's just kind of like, but either way, if the market crashes, that standard is based upon a cash value. I mean, what what is, I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little off on this one. I'm yeah, not, I'm I don't not, really fully grasp it. Because I had old commander was like, yeah, gold, if the market crack, gold isn't worth anything. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, what's the value of gold when there's no there's no form of currency? There's nothing. I'm like, um, fuck, I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, sir. Nobody <laughs> likes you anyway. But uh, that's just me. But, but yeah, this is a wheel of misfortune. Well, somebody says silver and gold become the currency. I mean, if that's if that's the case, then I told it. I, I get it. Yeah, well, it's, it's, here's a bag of... Salt. <laughs> you, you, you go back that's, to trade, that's right? That's true, too. That's ridiculous. You got a couple of ham hocks here. I'm ready to trade with you. Uh, I did read one. <laughs> it was a funny video. We talked about, like, if there is an apocalypse or end of days, are you going to you know, buy gold? It's like, no, weapons and ammo, because whatever you have, I'm coming for. It's yeah. like, oh, damn. It's true, though. Oh, really? It's true. Uh, one of the leading breakfast television programs in Britain has been chastised for a Hunger Games-style competition to pay the energy bills of struggling Britons. On Monday's ITVs, this morning offered up the prize of paying a struggling Britain's energy bills for four months as part of one of its frequently held competitions in a move that has been labeled dystopian by some critics. Uh, If anything, you should be looking at this like, why is this occurring? Because the fucking government. Yeah, what a slap in the face. No shit, right? Like many countries across Europe, the UK has found itself in the grips of a massive cost of living crisis. Oh, did you hear that uh, Russia turned off the pipeline? Yeah. Bro. You I can't get enough Bro. of that video of the Germans when yeah, Trump was giving us Trump. Yeah. Yeah. And the tweet was it Democracy Now or something like that on mm-hmm. Twitter? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude. Bro. It's, it's so good. I, I have to go it's back hilarious. and look at it at least yeah. once or twice a day just to be like Witz I to tell you you not listen to your stupid st- little Germans. They <laughs> still haven't deleted that tweet. I guess they're just gonna own it. <laughs> Man, y'all got ratioed. Uh, in response to the showrunners for this morning, came up with the idea of having struggling Britons compete to have their bills paid for by the show for four months. Contestants were either given the opportunity to spin for the prize on the competition wheel or draw a ball with the prize on it from the show's tombola drum. Uh, to be offered a shot of spinning the wheel, contestants had to answer a random phone call from the show with a certain phrase, which on Monday was, Izzy Wizzy, let's get busy. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, that does sound very Hunger, Gash and Hunger Games fashion. Like, yeah. Uh, Monday's bout of the competition saw two competitors ending up winning the prize of having the energy bills paid for by the show for four months, though only up to a maximum of 400 euro to 460 euro per month. They put a cap on it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I would, too. You have to. Kids, everybody's getting electricity this time. Well, okay. easy, easy. Uh, well, well, hold on. Wait a minute now. I didn't say that. Oh, let's, let's take it back a step. It's a little too much there. I know. Cold out there, eating it. Well, those who win the prize will no doubt be grateful to have their energy expenditure at least cushioned for the next number of months. Nietzscheans were quick to criticize the competition with calling, or some calling it dystopian. This morning is completely turned dystopian and black mirror by offering to pay energy bills as a competition prize. What's the difference between that and giving away like a hundred dollar gas card? I'm uh, bro entertainment because here's the thing. Like, are, you you not are you not entertained? You <laughs> bring <Spin> the wheel. <laughs> Pick the ball. Not that one. But isn't it funny though? Because here's the thing. These radio shows, you do giveaways, company giveaways, whatever the case, what are they giving away? Now, are people going to want to go after something that has no value? Of course not. You're going to give away something that is most valuable. So in our current economy, what is most valuable that most families be like, oh, yes, I want that. Gas, energy. free gas, energy. Yeah. Yes, my bill's paid for. Fuck yes. That It's the same as like, that's how bad it is because the worth of that has increased so dramatically that like four months worth of gas is like what? Two, four, seven, eight, maybe a thousand dollars. That's a lot of money for gas. So natural people are like, oh, free gas cord? I'm tuning in. Yeah. That's smart. How can you call that dystopian? If anything, you should be blaming the government on creating an inflation rate so fucking no, high. It did. creates this. Uh, is this, this a is government the show? Fault. Yeah. Is this a government show that they're doing here? Like, is it I don't think a government so. funded? I don't think so. Because that wouldn't shock me one single day. Okay, if it is government funded, that's different. That's fucked up. Yeah. Now you're slapping people in the face. I thought this is like a private network. Hold on. Is it? I don't know. Let me let me check this out. Uh Britain spends okay. Wheel of um, one of the leading breakfast television programs in Britain has been chastised for us to know. It's not government; it's private network. I would assume. Am I wrong? Yeah. Wait, why would the government have a fucking network to begin with? That's my other question. They're overreach. What does the, they have yeah. their fingers in everything at this point? But they're does at, ours? If, they're go, if they're calling up, if they're sending emails to Facebook yeah. and uh, all the legacy media, no, outlets, I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying, what do we have anything in our country that is government-run media? Yeah, as far NPR, PBS. Really? Yeah, those are all public. Yeah, PBS, public. but that yeah, because that's that's funded by by viewers like you. Right. True. But yeah, we do have public programming. That's true. So, are there any shows like this on there though? As far as like the uh, breakfast shows and shit like that? No, they're just all left wing. Yeah. Okay. Like it's. Yeah. There. Yeah. PBS. NPR. You're right. Yep. Okay, that'd be kind of fucked up if PBR did something like that, but I don't know if if this is one of those. Like I don't know. That's weird. I still think it's funny as hell, though. It, yeah, it's funny it's, as hell to me. Um, Scott Bryan tweeted out, This morning has turned completely dystopian and black mirror by offering to pay energy bills as competition prize. Monday's bout of the competition saw two. Okay. Bu- bu- um, Liz Trust's favorite to replace Boris vows immediate help on energy bills but gives no details. Well, of course not. They're not going to give you details. Uh, Boris Johnson to beg UK to keep pushing net zero green agenda despite energy crisis. <laughs> the rich are basically saying, Hey, guys. I know it sucks to be cold. I mean, I'm not cold. I'm rich. But, you know, hey, to save the planet, you need to suffer a little bit more. Fuck this fat little fucker. Are you kidding me? Brush no. your hair, for God's sake. Uh, Someone hey. get that man a comb. <laughs> 
this is the same thing as like sitting there. It's like when uh, Ted Cruz was gonna go fly to Cancun during the snowstorm. He's like, that's fucked up, dude. Mm, oh yeah, it's it's fucked up. It's Pretty. like you're the leader. You here. You're here with them. You Don't tell your people to fucking suffer, and then you're not suffering with them. You're an elected representative, and this Boris dude's a douchebag. Total D bag. Hey guys, I know you're paying a lot of money at the pump, but. Let them have EVs, okay? Let them have electrical vehicles. But don't charge them. But don't charge them. But don't charge them. Use it once I'm, a week. I'm thinking about trading in my Tesla. Yo, diesel. Yeah, there you go. I want something that's just going to put Pollute a plume. Pollute the shit out of the A big plume of yes, dark smoke in the air. Big fucking tires. Soon I see like a bed Three oak bumper sticker nuts. I can pull out in front of them. Just like Hell rev yeah. it. And just Absolutely. 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 <laughs> I'm all about that. Is there any way I can make my Tesla more freaking actually have emissions? Yeah, about, yeah. I would really like that if that's possible. I would love to have my Tesla pollute the ozone just, couple, to, just to piss off the liberals. A couple Aquanet hairsprays. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, environment. <laughs> Fuck you, Greta Thunberg, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, look at this. Teachers attend conference to break gender binary, interrogate whiteness. A teacher organization called Northwest Teaching for Social Justice hosts an annual conference where teachers attend sessions and learn how to break the gender binary, interrogate whiteness, and implement racial politics in math and science classes. If there was ever a place that if Putin was going to drop a bomb, there you go. There it is. Right there. That's, that is the, oh, God, that's the hive. That's the nest. That's where they're all at. We want to take them out. There it is, Putin. Go to town. If you hate America... Do us a favor. Have you watched any of those Matt Walsh videos where he's ta- he's interviewing people oh, yeah, and he's talking the, to the one to doctor and yeah. he starts to talk to this female doctor about the same hormone therapies that they give Pedophiles. kids. Yep, is the same ones they give the yep. like Castric, ke- chemi- the chemically crastic. Yeah. So when all these people are out there talking about how a lot and of it this becomes a word game with this lady, yeah. And they say that, is it reversible? And they even admit, it's like, no, a lot of this is not reversible. So all these people out there talking about these trans things, like, it's reversible. It's not. It's not reversible. I mean, they look like whack jobs. They do, yeah. There, there's, there's, and man. That goes to show you, yeah. these people can spend all this money, get Modern education, education yeah. all this stuff, and they're still mm-hmm. evil. They think that they are so educated that they've, they've broken that plane of yeah. common reality to say, no, I'm thinking at a higher level now. When yeah. in reality, it's like, no, you're thinking in a retarded level. Right. They think you're, you're elevated. You, yeah. You've become so educated that you're stupid. It's, it's so weird to explain this dichotomy, but it's true. Like, you've become so open-minded that you've got no barrier for common sense shit anymore. Like, there's nothing that's going to repel dumb, non-common sense applying shit. You would just accept it's like, oh, no, it's just a different viewpoint, a different perspective. It's like, look. I'm open to different pr- perspectives that make sense, that are founded in reality, yeah. truth, and logic. This shit is not. It is not. So to sit there and say, well, I want to listen to it, uh, no. No. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Yeah, I don't. We are living in a nation of educated idiots. Seriously, that's exactly exactly what it is. Yeah. Educated idiot. Like, would you the give uh, say, if your yeah. kindergartner came home and was like, oh, I had a rough day at school, would you give him a tall glass of whiskey? <laughs> Tell him to take oh the edge God. off. Yeah, the fact that you know, we we talked about that before. Yeah, it's, it's like let you, let your kids have these sex changes and stuff. It's like, but would you let your have would you let your kid have alcohol? Well, no. Why? It's bad for him. It's bad for him. But you don't think that letting them chop something off, like get the fuck out of here. I know. You know, I guarantee you in like 10, 15 years, you'll see some of these kids who are given this treatment uh, oh, yeah. come back. Yeah. And I, I, and there won't be anybody held accountable. There nobody, will be nobody held accountable. Uh-huh. 
But instead, you've just ruined the life. Ruined their life. You've ruined the life. You've permanently physically disfigured them all because of your woke agenda. Like, there's good, these are the casualties. These are future casualties. Because mm-hmm. they talked about, like, the freaking the, the transition back is, like, what, 62%? 62% want to transition back. My God. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's over half. And you're telling me this is normal? What did you say? The sui- what's the suicide rate? Uh, in teenagers, it's like 42%. Oh, man. These people are... Instead of actually getting them the help they evil. genuinely need, yeah. you're just encouraging it. Yeah. This is, this is where we're at. I mean, even when you have the administration coming out there and talking about how, you know, gender-affirming care is life-saving care. No, a psychologist or a therapist is life-saving care. Yeah. Giving them what they want. I and I love these liberal parents. Yeah. I'll read them in the comments. And you're talking about, like, you know, you're their parent, their children. You need to listen to them. That's what called, it's what's called being a parent. It's like, no, you're there to tell them to shut the fuck up when they're saying stupid shit. That's common fucking sense. This has never been a problem. This yeah. has never been a problem in our society until as of late. Yeah, not until these experts started to step in mm-hmm. and then say, no, 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 this is totally normal to give a yeah. child mm-hmm. hormone therapy. And now you're only encouraging more of this yeah. to become so more I don't prominent. even know yeah. that it's therapy that they need because it's these therapists who are getting these people into the situation. Yeah. It's not the parent. At the, if those th- same therapists came out and said, hey, listen, you could give this to your kid. But this is what's going to happen to them. Yeah. It's going to fuck them up really, really bad, probably. Yeah. Do you think the parent would still do it? Probably not. But yeah, I mean, there are some not. parents that, yeah. But th- that's not what these people are saying. Yeah. They're saying, no, 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 it's perfectly fine. It's yeah. normal. We're just going to help them out and they're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. I feel like this is where psychology has definitely got off the rails of common sense into the, because I mean, how do you prove anything in psychology is real? You I know, mean, for, as far as like, dreams, you know, we talked about things such as that, but on something like, I think a lot of this though was rooted on the, the rails of reality. It's like, okay, it, it could be lean a little left or a little right, not in the political spectrum, but in the sense of like, kind of, is this off the rails? Yeah. But it's like, no, it does have some truth. It does make some sense. You can kind of connect it to with this. It feels like we've gone so far off the rails that so people, are like it's it's just this is I can't even I can't believe we're having these conversations. Yeah. I yeah. cannot believe in 2022 when I'm 38 years old and we are living in one of the best times, if not the best time, in the history of the world. Yeah. With the technology being the way it is, mm-hmm. everything is in the click of a button. You get it within 24 hours. Food's open whenever. Like my God, man! And this is the shit that we're talking about. This is what this is the like. This is what people's issues are. It's the power grab. It's insane. It's nuts. It really is. And I'm never one of those people that wants to be in the mindset of of. You know, if you have a little bit, it's more than most and be grateful for that little bit. It's like, no, we should have the best that we can. We should make this place, this world, this country, our homes, our lives, the best that we can make them. Mm-hmm. And I'm never, you know, I would never sit there and say like, you know, a woman that actually feels or is actually oppressed. For example, like if there was no right for women to vote, I'd be like, well, you know, over in the Middle East, they get stoned for you, but open their mouth, you know, so be grateful for what you got. It's like, yeah, but they still don't have equality. That's mm-hmm. not the same. And that's why I get why a lot of liberals want to protest in this country about how fucked up this country is. Like, I get it. There are things that are fucked up. I will give you that. It's like, but in your mind, it's always blamed on heterosexual white men. And you keep demonizing us. So a lot of these issues you want us to come together with you on, it's like, no, fuck you. I'm your enemy. You've made me your enemy based upon my skin color and a lot of these privileges you say that I've got, which I've never had. But again, the very same group that does not like labels and generalizing and stereotyping, they love fucking doing it to the right. They love that. Here's your label. Here's your label. We don't believe in labels, but my name is Kim. My pronouns are he, her, shim, shim. I'm a gender queer pronoun. What? You've got more labels than a fucking label maker. Like, what the shit? (laughs) Do you hear that? Like, and this is how stupid they are. I know. You just sit there and you're listening to them. It's just like, and I'm I'm not Matt Walsh, and I'm certainly not Ben Shapiro, but even I'm listening to them. It's like, you're making me feel like a genius right now. Like, you're fucking stupid. They're just very simple questions that are being asked. Yeah. Like, and 
one of my favorite Ben Shapiro, uh, I don't know if it's right, like one of his talks was when he was on that panel with uh, black people. Mm-hmm. And then. Oh, yeah. He's, he's crucifying the BLM. Well, not just. It wasn't that. It was, they were talking about. Uh, you know, he said something about the lifestyle or the the home mm-hmm. culture. The culture. Yeah, they're and like a seventy one percent divorce rate, single parent homes. And then he, they all started laughing at him. And then he rattled off yeah. like that 10 was or BLM, 15 yeah. statistics, and mm-hmm. it got real quiet, and everybody's head went down because mm-hmm. he's like, you know, explain mm-hmm. to me how thirteen mm-hmm. percent of the population uh, accounts for over fifty percent of the murders. Yeah. In this country. Yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, if those are actual that was statistics, one of the clips, yeah, those yeah. are one of the clubs that made him really big. Yeah. That's, that's, I wouldn't say it's the one that got him on the map, but it's what really made Ben Shapiro of that. Like everybody was quoting. But that. you could see him like trying to talk, and these people are talking over him yeah. and mocking him, mm-hmm. and then he snaps and just rattles off a bunch mm-hmm. of statistics to him yeah. that they can't deny, mm-hmm. and then they got to accept it. Yeah. And shut up. Hundred percent. Well, it's like when he also had that one. Um, was that ex Navy SEAL or whatever? That's a trans yeah. person, and then he was like, he basically was like, threatens him. Threatens him. He's like, I will take you outside. And he's like, Well, that's not very ladylike. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, but it's true. It's like when you're proven wrong, you make fun of the other people or you you threaten physical violence. Right. It's just like, dude, what the fuck? This, this is what they do. Yeah. This is what they do. So, um, officials beg Californians to use less electricity as blackouts loom. Okay. I'm, I remember, I'm old enough to remember when Gavin Newsom was talking shit about Texas leadership and the power grids not being able to handle the snowstorms. Mm-hmm. Beto O'Rourke, same thing. Oh, douche these douchebags talking about these, these freak snow. Guys, it does not snow here where we're at in Texas. Hardly ever. Matter of fact. It's like once a year. The only if times, if, if that. Like, and if it does snow, it's like flurries. It's, yeah. nothing, it's nothing major. It's not going to stick. The last two years have been such flukes when we get hit with legit snowstorms. Like, mm-hmm. holy shit, like, we got snow, and we can't drive because if it gets more than, like, a crop of an inch, like, crop dusting, Texans, we, we're starting to eat each other. Like, we, we we are not meant for cold weather. But when you got these idiots like Gavin Newsom talking all this <laughs> shit, it's like, bro, you're California. You've been in this for yeah. since its existence. We get hit with two fluke snowstorms, and you're talking shit about us. You still... You are still dealing with blackouts in that shithole state. And you have the audacity to talk shit about Texas? I know. And then you're sitting there saying you're going to ban electric ve- or uh, gas-powered vehicles, and then you can't even handle electric vehicles. Like, what the fuck? I know. He's like, oh, back to horse and buggies. There it is. Now, where's my Porsche? I Officials, go to are <laughs> <laughs> Officials are asking Californians to use less electricity as the state faces record demand for energy on Tuesday, creating the possibility for rolling blackouts in the midst of a heat wave. On Tuesday, as the state faces a seventh consecutive flex alert in which residents will be asked to conserve electricity between the hours of 4 p.m. and 9 p.m., officials say the efforts to save energy must be doubled or tripled to be effective. Bro, Newsom, don't ever open your cock show you again. <laughs> that little cock, no, shut your mouth, bro. Shut up. You can never talk shit again because when you're dealing like this with something like this repeatedly, yeah. you're a shitty leader. I mean, what? <laughs> hey, guys, we're going to go green and we're going to save the environment, but um, they don't use so much electricity. Wait, what? That's like saying be vegan and don't eat much grass. Did you like, see, there's what? an article out that was talking about the replacement of the battery that goes into these electric vehicles, mm. and it's more expensive than yeah. the car itself. Yeah. 
Uh, no, not that part. But uh, so I did read one thing where a Tesla dude, or no, it was an old uh, EV model of uh, fuck, I forget which what what it was. But essentially, his battery shit the bed, right. and they were going to charge him twenty six thousand dollars for a new battery. Yeah, it was worth more than the car, right? Because the car was upside down already, um, or paid off for the most part. What I meant is that um, that does concern me with Tesla. You do have the warranty that covers the battery. There is that, so I do appreciate that. But it does bring up, you know, it does bring the fact of how much is a new battery? It's a lot of money, a lot of money for for a Tesla. I mean, Let's look it up. A Tesla bat. These are not cheap. That's and I didn't know this before I bought it. But even still, how much is a Tesla battery? Uh, ten to twenty thousand. It's difficult to estimate the Tesla battery replacement cost because it depends on what model you have. In general, you may spend between $10,000 and $20,000 to replace the battery. Okay, so that's like, why wouldn't you just buy a new car? Yeah. I mean, unless you you still have the loan on that one. I get that. But it's like, bro, and that battery's not cheap. And to harvest the, the materials of that battery, the, the process pollutes more than right. actual cars do. So it's like, and you know, again, like we said, even Elon Musk said we can't sustain this. Right. This and, is unsustainable. And then what happens... When the battery is finally dead, like what's that process of? Yeah, getting it done, replaced. Uh, does it get recycled or? Uh, I don't think they do. Or do I they think just go to a big landfill. I think so. I don't. These are definitely not uh, disposable batteries. Definitely not. Right. Hmm. Yeah, huh. That's where we're at. Uh, get one though. The California Independent System Operator declared an emergency energy emergency alert uh, a level two on Monday, one level below the stage at which blackouts would happen. Um, it brought four natural gas plants online to help hope with demand. <laughs> you brought four gas plants online, so you're polluting more. To say, <laughs> dude, this is the biggest. It's like a self-eating snake. Okay. You're like, what? What? That's government. This is government. That's so I'm pretty wasteful sure these spending. probably pollute way more than these cars. Are you fucking kidding me? Hey guys, we're gonna save the planet. So stop driving your gas powered vehicles. Use more electric because we can save you know emissions or cut down on emissions. But in order to facilitate utilizing the electrical grid the way it is, we're gonna need to stand up four more gas power plants. They're going to pollute way more than your cars did. What? Oh, no, I've gone cross-eyed. <laughs> You're just like, wait, what? I'm just like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard. Uh, by the way, your taxes are going up. <laughs> <laughs> Shit isn't cheap. We're sending money to Ukraine again, you stupid. Bro, I'm... By the way, we got to send more money to Ukraine. Plus, oh my God, these it's gas just, plants are super expensive, guys. People are telling me in the chat that they can repurpose the batteries. That's good to know. Yeah. That's good. For what? I don't know. Repurposing. I, I don't know. Coffee stands. Coffee <laughs> oh, my God. On Tuesday, the state <laughs> is predicting a 51,000 megawatt load. <laughs> Do you know where I can get cancer? Yeah, touch one of those batteries. <laughs> We've repurposed it. <laughs> We've repurposed this new Tesla battery. This old Tesla battery. We put it in the, you know, as, a, as a centerpiece on our freaking dining room table. But for some reason, our newborn has a tail. I, it's so weird. It's crazy. <laughs> uh What's wrong with us, dude? What is wrong with us? <laughs> There's something wrong, but it's true. I mean, sorry to me. You, you're doing up. more pollution than it's, it's stupid. Whatever. <laughs> this is where we're at, folks. This is the government. This is the government. This is what the government does. This is what they're good at. 
So far, the flex alerts have worked as state residents have saved six to 700 megawatts in recent days. State regulators have asked consumers to avoid running appliances, set thermostats to 78 degrees right there. If I lived in California, that right there is my incentivization to get the fuck out. 78 degrees, you bunch of fucking reptiles. Get the fuck out of here. You want my dude. It is 71 and that's pushing it. Normally it's 69 to 70. 71 tops. Mm. 78, go fuck yourself, San Diego. Hell no. God, I thought, I th- I'm sorry, I thought this is America. You're telling me I cannot run my AC below 70? Get fucked. They're going to have thermostats that only go down to yeah. 78. Yep, I could see them implementing that. Implementing that. Yeah, the energy companies beat y'all, bro. Mm-hmm. I could see that. That is crazy. I don't know. Uh, if a stage three of Energy Emergency Act is reached, the power must be cut. Uh, something that is highly unlikely late Monday evening, but could be a possibility again Tuesday. State regulators will ask utilities to determine the best way to drop their usage, probably rotating across systems, hopefully for short durations. Authorities also reminded residents to turn off lights and appliances they are not using and avoid charging electric vehicles. The vehicles that regulators will force residents to buy in 2035 in line with Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom's plan to phase out gas-powered vehicles. And these are the stupidest people I have ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, when you ask this, them, what are you transitioning to? Exactly, like, nothing. Uh, yeah. They got nothing. An idea that hasn't been Very, created yeah. yet? It's just it's, out. It's ridiculous. I just I can't believe it, dude. I can't believe that people are this stupid. I really can't. But that's why I think like elections are are so They're, fraudulent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Europe's winter of chaos. Gas prices spike by thirty five percent after Russia cuts pipeline to EU. Russia's decision to disable the Nord Stream one pipeline to the EU has seen the price of gas spike by thirty five percent. Things are only looking worse and worse for the general European public with the price of gas spiking by 35% after Russia announced it would not be turning its Nord Stream 1 pipeline back on after disabling it late last week to allegedly conduct maintenance. They, Russia, they said they're not turning it back on though, right? Uh, it's not turning it back on after disabling it. Yeah, they're, they're not. They said they were going to turn it down for maintenance, turn it off for maintenance, but apparently they're saying now that we're not turning it back on. Does it? Bro, does Russia, it sound like they're trying to push them into a, uh-huh. uh, into a war? Yep. Russia just flexed hard. Mm-hmm. They just flexed hard as fuck. Because it is it because of the it's because of the sanctions. Mm-hmm. So until the sanctions yeah. are lifted, they're not going <clears> to <throat> release the. I'm so surpri- honestly, like, uh, I'm surprised they did not do this sooner. It's a threat. It's, it's not, like uh, oh, it's Russia's oil. They have the right. They have every right to say we're not selling it anymore. I you ain't getting shit. It's true. You want you want to do this? You want to go? You want to? Hey, fine. That's what those people get though, man. Seriously. Yeah. I, I mean, they were warned. Mm-hmm. That this would happen. Yeah. And it happened. They didn't listen, yeah. And they didn't listen. Yep. So it's hard to you feel bad for the the citizens. Absolutely. Yeah. But that, those, those are the people I feel bad for. Because the citizens that had nothing to do right. with this. This is poly- here's the thing. You want to fix this? Get, get all your politicians out of office. Rip them out yep. and get rid of them. Get them out of there. Because they're the ones that are putting you through the suffrage right now. Doesn't they're have to putting be like you that. through it doesn't have to be like that. You get politicians in there that actually give a fuck, that have some common sense, that are more isolationists and not wanting to get involved with this fucking this proxy war. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's sad, man. The leaders are leading their their, their population into poverty. Mm-hmm. 
and I, I and I do feel bad. So when I say anything like "fuck these other countries," I'm not referring to the citizens. I got nothing but love for you guys, sure, for, it's the, for our Russian listeners, and we do have we have, some, we have some Russian listeners. We have German. I'm not. I don't mean it towards y'all. I got no mm-hmm. beef with you. It's the governments. It's the heads of state that I'm just like you. People are fucking stupid. Scumbags. Scum. I even mean that in California. I mean, well, I mean, California is comprised by a lot of liberals, but not the liberal folks, but the cool people. Even the moderates. I'll give the moderates a shout out. But yeah, yeah, that's it. That's that's nuts. That's crazy. Jesus. And Trump told them about Nord Stream two, and yeah. they didn't. They laughed at him. They did. They laughed. And then what did they do to Nord Stream one? Gone. Turn that off. Analysts have said that the move further increases the probability that various nations across the bloc will be forced to implement draconian measures, rationing their dwindling supplies of gas, while Iran has seemingly seen the Russian decision as an opportunity to start supplying Europe with its own reserves of the hydrocarbon. According to a report by Divalt, gas futures spiked as much as 35% on Monday morning in response to the Nord Stream 1 closure, with analysts from America Investment Bank J.P. Morgan suggesting that the sudden hole in European gas supplies will force lawmakers to take drastic measures. Given the gas supply tightness, one cannot exclude mandatory gas curtailment for non-essential industries or even rolling gas outs this winter, depending on the weather, Bloomberg reports. And that's year one. That's year one. Deplete the reserves. Mm-hmm. And see what Iran does. If Iran tries to step in, they're not getting the same deal they had before with Russia. They're getting a little bit more expensive, but not as expensive as Russia's. Yeah. They got nothing else out there. We know it's not going to be Saudi Arabia because they're already maxed out. Mm-hmm. Look, Joe Biden went there himself to mm-hmm. try to yep. finagle another. The leaders Instead right now are tapping our own resources exactly. here. This pile of crap yep. went over to Saudi Arabia. To beg a country that definitely supports a lot of our <laughs> terrorist enemies. Yep. He tried to flex on Saudi Arabia, and they sent them back. Yeah, because they had no res- uh, yeah, Imagine like, if Trump. It's at max capacity. Imagine if Trump went over there. But we wouldn't be in that situation. Exactly. We had, we'd be sending out oil to everybody else. Exactly. Our, we'd be making so much money right now as a country. It was like, okay, yeah. we'll supply Ukraine, but you're going to yeah. pay. You know, we'll supply the EU. You're going to pay. They wouldn't even be at a war right now. I think you that's, could, that's what Biden's done. I think that's you could safely Biden. say they wouldn't be at war right now with, yeah. with Russia. But what I'm happens just, when you get criminals in the White yeah. House? Meanwhile, Goldman Sachs predicted the prices of the uh, continent would could now end up breaching an all-time high levels previously set in August this year, something that is far from good news for government members of the general public, hoping that they could catch a break in the fear the near future and the cost of living crisis. But I, I was actually just thinking, uh, gas is like almost down to $3 a gallon now, where I'm at. Is it like that near you? It's like three forty. Really, three, four? Oh, yeah. But that's it, still hot. That, you know, no, I'm not saying it's not, but I'm glad to see it's finally dropping. I Hopefully think they it did that shit on purpose. For what reason? To make it seem like three and a half dollars is a good deal. Oh, oh, oh gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because like, yeah, yeah, get people be, accustomed to that. Be, yeah. In 2020, it was still like I remember it got up to 289. I'm like Jesus. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, okay, okay, great, three dollars. <laughs> yeah, throw my credit card. Yeah. So, and then they shot it up to six, seven dollars, eight dollars. Bro, some place in California like, yeah, brought it, it down, yeah. but yeah. it's still, uh, you know, a dollar and eighty cents high. higher than it was. Yeah, it needs to go back to where it was before Joe Biden took office. Weird how that works. Yeah, weird. It's they're, crazy. They're just terrible people. Dan Rather roasted online after whining about a wave of exits at CNN. This is actually really funny. Uh, discredited former CBS news anchor Dan Rather was right. It's so sad to see your childhood freaking this guy memories turn a, into a douche. He's a total dick. He's a fucking scumbag. Activist. 
discredited former CBS News anchor Dan Rather was roasted on social media after he took to Twitter to whine about the recent wave of employees exiting CNN. The recent changes that network came as recently installed CEO and chairman Chris Like attempts to move CNN away from its far left partisan coverage. Uh, this past week, CNN White House correspondent John Harwood announced he was exiting the network following the recent departures of former uh, reliable sources left-wing host Brian Stelter and former legal analyst Jeffrey Tubin, who infamously, who infamously masturbated during the October 2020 <laughs> Zoom meeting with, with New Yorker. And I didn't know about this. You don't remember hearing about that? I don't wait, know wait, that is it, this the one? He was. A, I don't think he was masturbating, but he was definitely uh, didn't have any pants on. Oh my god. You know what? He probably was masturbating. Good for him. Scratch that. He probably was. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I clicked on the Twitter feed of him and it, oh my God, the trolling is hilarious. Beating his Dan Rather <laughs> on the Zoom meeting. But, uh, so this past weekend, okay, um, and so Dan Rather decides to tweet out. He says, what is going on at CNN? Rather asked on Twitter. It's a serious question. There's a lot of speculation on directives and mot- motives. Um, my screen just, there it is. And motives, what's really going on? And it's being noticed by the audience. Okay, so now here, they're noticing. They're, the audience is seeing this. Mm-hmm. Liberals, are, and now there's a movement that's starting to take hold on the left where they're calling to boycott CNN. You're, <laughs> uh, you're mean, they're calling to boycott CNN because they're firing their liberal left mouthpieces and they feel like they're starting to uh, reiterate conservative talking points i've seen granted i've only seen like four or five people on twitter post about this and comments on instagram from like left-leaning sources but i'm just kind of like okay i hope this trend catches on because yeah, that's the last bastion you've got they're, they're like the worst network oh they're horrible on they're horrible yeah yeah it's I so unreliable. I, I don't know that their audience is that yeah. big that people are like unless you're at the airport yeah that's the only place you yeah. ever see CNN. Yeah. They're, they're the last in everything. Well, Dan Rather tweeted this out, and the responses are just freaking great. Cat turd on Twitter. Oh, that's, this guy's. It's hilarious. Uh, so, you know, Dan Rather says, what's going on at CNN? It's a serious question, blah, 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 blah. And it is being noticed by the audience. Cat turd retweeted us at what audience? <laughs> <laughs> Pete Mundo says, maybe they're trying to take a shot at doing actual straight news, Dan. Not that you would know what that is. <laughs> oh, damn. And then Keith Oberman has to get on there and suck some dick. He's like, it's a long story, but the new president is there to cut off the liberal heads. Not a coincidence that two ambitious on-air people tweeted the same GOP talking points about Biden and the Marines. This is the background on the new hatchet man. He tried to the same stuff at MSNBC. So again, Keith Oberman, he's, you know, Keith's being Keith. He's such a douche. Like, you want to talk about the epitome the archetype of the liberal cuck. It is Keith Oberman. That guy, I don't even know how he calls himself a man. Uh, Yeah, He's He's the biggest douche. Like, bro. Bro, he just, how any woman could even see that guy and be remotely attracted to anyone even no. like him is he's, beyond me. He's the one guy who will make out with other dudes just to not be transphobic. Yeah, 100%. Like, you know what? I'll I'm not him. I'm not transphobic. I'll suck that woman's penis. Like, <laughs> I bet you would. I bet you would. Duh, I, he, Oberman is just like the biggest, he's the beta. He's the biggest beta I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, he's a big pussy. Uh, it says some conservative users uh, humorously or humorously notice the left wing users. Okay, notice many left wing users voicing their disappointment in CNN's recent direction. Um, to see <laughs> Jeff Charles says everyone's favorite extremist. I love how you could kind of put your name in there. Yeah. Um, there's a few friends of mine on Twitter that when they released the the FBI really or the um, DOJ released the FBI's affidavit and all the redacted shit. 
and they have like the blurred out names and stuff. They blurred out their names on the Twitter bio. It's like, oh, this is fucking great. It is fucking great. <laughs> the left can't meme. They can't. They can't. They can't meme. Um, but Jeff Charles, everyone's favorite extremist, says seeing lefties melt down over CNN's pivot away from being on a full on propaganda mill for Democratic Party is delicious. Rather, who was once regarded as one of big tech's or big three nightly news anchors, along with NBC's Tom Brokaw and ABC's Peter Jennings, fell from grace after he was ousted from CBS News in 2004 for making false allegations about then-President George W. Bush's service in the Texas National Guard in the 1960s and 1970s on broadcasts of 60 Minutes and CBS Evening News. During an appearance on CNN's Larry King Live in 2006 following his departure, the former news anchor still held on to the truth of his discredited story. This is Dan Rather. And the fact that he's saying these things now only shows this is who he was the entire time. Yeah, this is it. This is it. I mean, what this whole thing is exposed is that all these guys are just frauds. Yeah. This guy doesn't, he, he doesn't have a moral compass. He doesn't, no. care, he doesn't care about journalism or the truth. Fuck no. A lot of them. I mean, to be fair, tr- you know, Fox yes man. doesn't either. So. He probably wears a gimp outfit and lives <laughs> in a trunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and so again, rather gets roasted on Twitter. Like he gets ratioed hardcore and people are making fun of him and justifiably so. Like oh, yeah. he's a douche. He needs to be made, made fun of. It's like, go away, dude. Like he's got a picture of Biden standing in front of that demon red light. Like thoughts yeah. on the speech tonight. Yeah. I don't know, Dan. <laughs> Border officers find 47,000 rainbow colored fentanyl pills in hidden car compartment. Federal officials warn against rainbow fentanyl pills targeting young people. Okay, now as quick as they were to ban these vapes that have childlike flavors and shit because they they feel like they're trying to get a kids addicted to vape mm-hmm. and how quick they were to step in and the FDA is like, we got to ban this. This is 10 times more serious because this affects not only kids but also adults. Mm-hmm. The ratio is even higher of potential casualties. Yeah. This is going to kill people. Not like over time to where you get popcorn lungs. Like, oh, I need to quit. Versus like, you take one of these and you're fucked. You're done. Yeah. And what are they doing about the border? Nothing. Jack and shit. Take this shot. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. Put the mask on. Put that mask on. Take shut the up. shot, you stupid fuck. We don't need any statistics or research. Around 47,000 of those pills are rainbow-colored pills, which federal officials have warned is a new trend meant to drive young people to the deadly drug. Fentanyl, a powerful opioid up to 50 times stronger than heroin. Jesus. It's insane, man. I didn't know that. I don't know anything about drugs except THC and very little of that. Well, I mean, this thing here, it's just a tiny bit can kill you. Oh, my God. And it's coming over in yeah. truckloads. They've apparently. pill-formed this thing. Mm-hmm. Which federal officials have warned is a new tr- okay fentanyl, a powerful opioid, blah, 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 was responsible for seventy one thousand of the record one hundred seven thousand fatal drug overdoses in the United States last year, according to the CDC. Good lord! Of the one hundred seven thousand, seventy one thousand were from fentanyl. Okay, why is this not a crisis? Why is this not declared a national emergency or whatever you want to call it? I'm not saying that it should be. I'm just saying you know. Why, dude? Why would people take this, knowing full? Or is this? I like, don't think they know. So is it because they lace it with too much? I think what happens is it gets mixed into like cocaine mm-hmm. and these other things, and even I guess pharmaceutical drugs like knockoff drugs. Yeah, that'll get some of this in it as well. Mm-hmm. So it's so they're cutting it with a lot too much fentanyl. I, I think that could be it. I I'm not 100 percent sure, but Jesus. I don't think you're just like doing rails of fentanyl. 
I would hope. I mean, if they are, then they're certainly not making it very long because they said like it's fifty times stronger than heroin. Good lord! Well, it's the, it's the number one leading cause of death in men. Yeah. So yeah, and, and it's being made in China, being China. sent to Mexico, and coming up through an open border. Yeah, it's it really is. It's an attack on American citizens. I'm just because China knows what's going on. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. But, you know, it is, again, nothing to see at the border. Don't no, worry no. about it. Oh, nothing, no, nothing. No issues there. Crazy. But, and we talked about this before, but Nancy Pelosi seeks ambassadorship to Italy if GOP wins House majority in midterms. Ambassadorship to Italy? What? She's Italian. Is she? Yeah. I thought she was a bitch. <laughs> hey yo! Nailed it. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is planning her next move after an unexpected or after an expected Republican victory in November. Sources tell Fox Business that Pelosi wants President Biden to nominate her to become the U- the next U.S. ambassador to Italy if the GOP takes the House majority in the midterm elections. Biden is holding the spot for the Speaker. Sources say, which is one reason he has yet to fill the position since taking office. Speculation earlier this year that a Pelosi ally and former Wall Street. Uh, I think just updated. Um, so far, 101 Biden ambassador nominees have been confirmed by the Senate, but Biden has slowly has been slow to name ambassadors to several countries, including Italy. Uh, about a quarter, 27% of the 194 ambassador positions are currently without a Senate confirmed official. Presidents typically reserve ambassador posts in the most desirable locations for the people who have helped propel them to the White House, such as political operatives and donors. Ambassador's residence, Villa Taverna, boasts a pool, private gardens, and a three-story wine cellar in Rome. Bro. This fucking bitch, man. Dude. I don't like to swear, but she just is a total twat. I'm just... Like, how much more can she take from American (sighs) citizens? Bro. It's it's just... It's nuts to me. It's nuts to me. What do these people do? Just talk about Total. living high on just the America. Just I'm, everything that she's done yeah. in her career is she should be in prison. She should. Like Martha Stewart went to jail. This lady should be in jail. She should be wearing an orange jumpsuit. Yep. For all of her illegal dealings. It's ridiculous. All the insider training, all that shit. I just. I don't understand how California loves her. I, I don't get it. I think like you look at her district, there's. Homeless people everywhere, hypodermic needles all over the place. People taking craps on the sidewalk. Hate craps. Hate craps. <laughs> <laughs> hate craps. Taking hate uh, but, craps in the but park. Why, I just, I'm trying to think, like, I think it's just because a lot of people don't pay attention, but why do people continue to vote these people into office? I'm like, there you has have to, to be some ask, sort of. What's the metric? Like, okay, cheating what have they on, done? Right? What have they done for our community? If you look, if you turn around and you look at your community, your community, I was going to say computer. Uh, your community and it's in shambles. You're living in a shithole. Yeah. Why do you keep electing the same types of people? Yeah. Why not say, you know what? Why don't we give the other side a chance just yeah. to see? Just to see. Maybe. I just don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Not at all. I've no. been asking that like for so long now. And it's like I'm I'm trying to understand how they think and why they think this way. But you know, dude, I have I got nothing. I got nothing. Mm -mm. I don't know. Well, folks, that does it for today's episode. Hey, do me a favor. If you go to this link, go leave us a review on the iTunes podcast. Here's a link to it. 
Um, there it is, podcast.com, Apple, blah, 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 blah. Uh, go leave us a review on the podcast over there. It really helps us out. We really appreciate that. We cannot thank you all enough for doing that, leaving us great reviews for the podcast over there. helps us boost us up in the ratings. Um, we aren't, um, we're not backed by any major uh, GOP organizations. We're completely on our own. We do this all by ourselves. There is nobody else out there. It's just us. We're the only ones doing this. Two guys and we, in a cup. Two guys in a cup. Two guys in a mic. It's going to get <laughs> weird. But again, um, there is a link. Go leave us a good review. We really appreciate that. And again, don't forget, shellshockcbd.com, $50 or more. Use code MUG. Get a free mug. And you're going to get a free uh, CBD oil holder. That's pretty badass with our logo on it. And we appreciate that, man. If you have trouble sleeping, if you're looking to get high, whatever the case, we've got you covered. We can help you out. We've got the topicals that help with muscle soreness. These have been proven to work. Did I mention that all of our gummies, ladies and gentlemen, all of our gummies, right now is the perfect time. All of our gummies come with a money-back guarantee. If it does not work the way we say it works, you can get a refund. So why not go buy a bag of Halos and then use code MUG, get a free mug, and if it doesn't work, you'll still get to keep the mug. That's it. That's it. That's a hell of a deal. We are that confident in our products. How many, how many other companies are doing this? I challenge you, go look at these other CBD companies and see if they're doing and offering you the deals that we are offering you at the price points that we're offering. Yeah. They don't. We search the market. You know, one thing we don't really talk about a lot, too, is I just used it today because mm -hmm. I woke up with a stiff neck as our rollout rollout. <laughs> I thought you were going to go, I woke up with a stiff. Yeah. No, you don't put it on that, Josh. You don't put it on that. Well, you know, ours is 1,500 milligrams. Mm -hmm. It's less expensive than it. Any other yeah. product out there that people are sell selling something similar? Yeah, it's uh, yep. and, and it really works. It's yep. great stuff. But the roll on, roll out, it's fantastic. If you uh, have muscle soreness, it's a hell of a deal, folks. Yeah. Buy a bag of gummies. I think they're fifty bucks ish. Something like that. You're gonna be paying over fifty bucks. But that's for a month's worth, and these are to get you high. These are these do contain THC. You will fail a drug test. The Halo gummies are the airborne gummies. Use code MUG. Get a free mug. That's a hell of a fucking deal. Hell of a deal. Only for the month of September, folks. Only for the month of September. And while supplies last. Yep. So, all right. You got anything else to add, my man? You guys have a great day. We will see y'all right here tomorrow on the All-American Savage Show podcast. Again, go leave us a good review. And until tomorrow, you stay savage, America.